And then fast forward another bit, uh, the PlayStation 2 came out. And I remember my father, see, myself and my father had a very, very strong connection at the time with video games. Because it yeah. was like, I didn't really have interest in in what he did. Yeah. He was a businessman. He would be, he'd be in his own office in the house and he'd be in there from, from nine in the morning to nine in the evening, always yeah. on business calls and stuff. So it wasn't really, um, myself and him didn't really have a good way to talk unless it was video games. Yeah. Because try explain to a five-year-old about accounting do you know yeah. what i mean yes you couldn't no so we would always play that and then he came in one day with a playstation 2 when it first came out and the first game i got for the playstation 2 you're gonna laugh at this was grand theft auto vice city <laughs> Welcome to Tardux, a podcast for content creators to come on, share their stories, experiences, and advice. And today, I am so happy to have Mr. Gibbon. Welcome. How are we? We're, we're are good. We we're good. Dude, I got to say, first off, I got to say, your tweets every day, your personality, you're just so pleasant. And it's such oh, a, a nice thing to see. I appreciate that. Thanks a minute. Ah, look, sure, look, listen. I mean, there's for me, there's no room for negativity at all. I mean, yeah. look, you never know who, who could see the tweet like yourself. Yeah. It might make someone say, I don't know. It, that's that's what I'm kind of aiming for every time I tweet yeah. it out. All right. So what we do, we, uh, the way we get things started here is we start off with yeah. three rapid questions to get the juices Brilliant. flowing. All right. So you ready? Okay. Yes. Fire away. All right. So what's the worst part about moving? Oh, God. <laughs> I think the like for me personally, what happened was well, we, we organized the Jeep. And I know, I, I, like for us, a Jeep is just, you know, like a Range Rover, an Land Rover. Yeah. And... Uh, we organized one of those and we got a trailer and then the trailer declined uh, by saying, oh no, we can't, we can't get out there. So we're sorry. So you're going to have to get something else. So I had to try and find another person with a trailer and I know, I know no one. And oh, no. Like, the thing is, we don't have a Craigslist in Ireland. So it's yeah. just down to who you know. It's just like, oh geez, your neighbor yeah. down the road, he might know your second cousin or your third cousin that might have something. And... So I wasn't getting any look of a trailer. And then my father got back to me and he says, come here, we have a horse box. I said, what? He's like, yeah, yeah, we have a horse box trailer and we could use that. I goes, fair enough. Okay, let's let's get cracking in that. So we got the, the horse box trailer and it's a big, huge one now. It's massive. Yeah. So I was like, oh, this, we might get everything done in one, um, in just one clean uh, drive up to the house. Yeah. So then we got everything attached and we got into the Jeep. And next we took about maybe two feet forward and the whole Jeep just <laughs> and we're like no way this can't be happening so we had to stop it there and we said right we'll have to call the mechanic down and the mechanic just lived up the road the mechanic came over to the house anyways up to my father's house and uh, he was saying yeah no cars are right off in the minute anyways guys you're going to have to organise something else oh. and the thing is right it's so difficult as well to find a car in Ireland that has a, a tow hitch in the back yep. It's impossible. <laughs> you think that they'd be so common, but they're not. Yeah. It's it's ridiculous. So eventually we managed to get uh, a pickup truck that did have one. And we got everything moved down. And it was just, I mean, it was just easy sailing from there. Yeah. Um. So it was, I think the hardest thing for me personally when we got into the house is just setting up everything here. Yeah. Um wires like i i build pc i used to build pcs and i love doing it yeah uh, so i i'm fairly handy with 
where goes where like that. And I yeah. know sometimes people are like, oh no, I need to take a picture first mm-hmm. before I before I move it. But for myself personally, I just got it done within an hour. But when I was starting up the stream for the first time in the studio, it was uh it was a bit tricky. The stream kept like glitching out oh, or no. something. I was like, oh, I did something wrong. And there's actually two different internet connections. There's oh, one con- there's one here in this room because this this room is uh it's not connected to the main house. So we have a we have a internet here, and there's internet in the house uh, itself. And I was being connected to the one for the house. Oh shit! And I was like, oh god! So I had to like try and chop and change that all <laughs> during the stream. And yeah, I'd say that was all that for me was just the hardest. But yeah, it's right. just it's been perfect now since we've oh, been in excellent. here for like I'd say maybe ten days now yeah. I think. So it's it's been easy sailing from now on. Excellent. All Happy right. Out. Cool. All right, so last movie you saw. Oh, God. Last movie? Yeah. No, the last concert was Coldplay. Oh, yes, the last, yeah, the last concert I went to was Coldplay. The movie was uh, uh, The Grey Man, Ryan Gosling. Oh, okay. On How Netflix. Was it was shite. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it was. I don't know, like, I really like Ryan Gosling. He's, like, yeah. one of my favorite actors. And I, I was just, like... I don't know. I think it was Saturday night, and I was, I was, uh, was it Saturday night? No, it was Friday night, and I was just there, like, fuck, what, what can I watch today? And uh, the Gray Man was on Netflix. I was like, I'll just throw that on because I haven't heard anything about it. Yeah, and I put it on. It was, it was good up until I fell asleep. Ah, <laughs> okay. And I woke up, and I was like, I don't really want to finish it off. Like, I could kind of see where it was going. Yeah. It was kind of like a self-written kind of a movie that I was like, you know what? Yeah. I can't, I know what's going to happen. Um, but like series, House of the Dragon. I can uh, talk about okay. that all day. Yeah. Oh, I'm a huge <laughs> Game of Thrones fan. Massive. Nice. All right. And yeah. last question is best thing about your new place. Best thing about my new, I'd say the internet. Yeah. Probably. And the peace of quiet. Oh, nice. Oh, it's just, I think like the internet in Ireland is very, very different to what you get over in the States. Yeah. Like I can safely say that the internet that I have here is possibly the highest that you'll get in the country. Oh wow. For what it is. Yeah, no, because I mean, if you're living in the city, you'll get good internet, but yeah. because everyone's kinda of like kind of feeding off that as well, yeah. It slows it down. I would say that I'm the only house in this area. That has this speed, so no yeah. one's off of it. Oh, nice. And it's just, oh, listen, everything is just <laughs> done, and there's no internet problems whatsoever. Yeah. Because before this, I was, I was living in the city, and I had some pretty decent internet, but I was having some packet loss as well. Yeah. So that would, like, kind of mess up the stream a little bit. Um, other than that, it's the peace of quiet as well. Oh, good. I don't want to have to, like, ask my uncle for any permission of doing this, that, the other, do you know? Yeah. It's like, it's just, I can do my own thing. You come and go as you please. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Crank I don't have to be like, right, I'm going out to the shop. Do you want anything? Or it's like, oh, I'm just gone. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. Excellent. Well, cool. All right. So how I found you was Brian Baru came on my pod. Oh, yeah. And, yes. And he, and at the end of the pod, I said, who should, you know, who should I get on? And he called out you. And, and dude, since, since that pod he's been on, you have just skyrocketed. You have exploded. It's mad. <laughs> it's, it's crazy. I have no idea what's going on. I just ride the wave and hopefully it'll go even higher. Dude, I'm uh, watching you go to Twitch. I'm, your numbers are exploding and it's just yeah. it's wonderful to see. 
It's it's mental. I have no idea. I mean, like, I have a fair idea of why it happened. Yeah. Um, but I was expected to go go like well down by now. Yeah. I thought it was going to be because like Tarkov at the minute is very. Oh, I don't know. It's it's not boring. It's just there just needs to be something new. I feel like to get everyone kind of going again. Yeah. Um, it's, it's plateaued. But, yeah. It, it kind of has. When you look at the statistics about the game, you can see it actually kind of like plateauing now. And in comparison to last year, it's uh, it's plateaued a lot sooner now. Right. And yeah. I and I was like, right, what could I do here? But you see, with, with my kind of content, I'm not really affected by that. So I'm just I'm just continuously doing the same thing that I'm doing because people like seem right. to like it. Yeah. Um. Sure. And then that's it, really. I'm just hoping that I have a good day. And if I have a bad day, you have bad days. You know. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. So before you hit that live go live button, what did you yeah. do? Um, oh god, it's a long story now. Well, that's that's so, it's your pod, so it's all, all about right. You, okay, so let's start. Um, right, so I okay, I studied for seven and a half years in university. Um, I did two degrees. My first degree was software development and game design. Yeah, I did that for three and a half years and I dropped out because it was just. I don't know, like when I was 16, 17 and I was like, you know what, this is what I want to do for the rest of my life. When you actually get into it and you see all the coding and the mathematics and everything mm-hmm. involved, it's just, right, I yeah. don't want to do that. Um, so I, I stopped that. I sat down with my parents. I said, guys, this is not, this is not for me. I was like, I thought it was. Um, so I stopped. I took a break. I went off and I did retail for a bit. Um, and then I went off and I did a business degree for four years and I got second class honors. And that was in marketing and management. Yeah. And I, the fi- final year of college there was, um, I was working in a broker, brokerage. Yeah. And I was uh, a financial marketing analyst. And I was there for a year and then COVID hit. Oh, and I got a phone call from my boss saying, don't bother coming in tomorrow. You're fired. I oh, was wow. Like, what? Oh, my <laughs> I was, God. It was, the, I mean, it was the most ridiculous phone call I've ever gotten. Yeah. Because there was no, there was no kind of leading up to it. It was just, you're fired. Dear God. It was, it was horrendous. I was yeah. like, what? Like, you can't do that. And he goes, I'm sorry. It's just, I'm firing everyone. And I'm sick of, oh he God. said, I'm sick of like ringing people and being sorry for them. I was like, look, everyone's affected. I'm affected. So look, you're just going to have to find something yourself. Oh, Jesus. And I was like, right. Okay. Grand. No bother. And you see, I had some money saved up because we were supposed to go to, uh, to America in yeah. September for like a month Yeah. Um, for, for a holiday. And I was, I was dying to go over because I have, I have family all over the States. Yeah. I have um, my family in LA, my family in Nevada, and I want to go over and see them. And I had some money saved up to go there because, you know, if the flights to America and accommodation in America, it's quite expensive, especially yeah. when you're there for a month and when you're not working for a month as well. Mm-hmm. So I had all that money saved up. And the next thing, COVID hitting in Ireland, it was the most ridiculous, ridiculous, sorry, um, I, every, everything closed down. It yeah. was it was horrendous. It was so bad. There was uh we called them guards. They're uh what you call the police over there. Yeah. The guards for us, um the police force. They were so strict. With you weren't allowed to leave your home more than two kilometers. 
Oh, um, wow. You'd be turned around. Two kilometers? Um, two kilometers, yeah. You weren't allowed to uh, go past two kilometers of your house. Jeepers. It was crazy. Um, everything was out of stock. Yeah. Uh, the deliveries for food or clothes or whatnot, it was all backlogged. Um, oh, I was so depressed oh. when, when all that happened because I, w- I was at home and I couldn't go out. I couldn't see my friends, couldn't see my girlfriend. Yeah. Um, it was horrendous. So I says, right. I sat down and I said, okay, I'm going to start content creation. Because when I was like when I did software development and game design, I was uploading YouTube. Yeah. And I was playing Daisy RP. I used to be absolutely oh, I was addicted. I was I, I had a problem with Daisy. No I way. Was, oh, I now, was so addicted to the game, I couldn't get off it. There'd be times where myself and the guys we were playing for 72 hours straight. Holy I'd be crap. here at my desk and I would just I wouldn't leave. Um, I came to a point where my, like it was around the time when my mother and father were splitting up. Yeah. And it was a way for me to like get away from that. Mm-hmm. And there was no negativity or not or, or anything like that. It was just myself, the boys, and we were just having the time of our life. Which I was I was being a character in the game that I wasn't in real life. Yeah. And I was just away with that. And nice. um, I, I started uploading on YouTube. My editing was terrible, but it was still something. <laughs> yeah. The FPS was brutal, but it was still something. <laughs> and then the lads were like, ah, Jesus, Ed, you'd be you'd be great at um at a, being a streamer or a YouTuber. You should look into it. I said, lads, I'd love to do it, but I just don't have the internet. I can't. Yeah. So eight years, nine years later, here we are. Oh <laughs> I'm my actually do, I'm doing a full time now and I'm I've never been happier. Oh. I've never been happier so with the whole streaming for from from covid up until now yeah um i I would i like to like tag myself as being a covid streamer yeah but a successful one Mm -hmm. because there were so many streamers that i know personally who started around covid and they stopped as soon as everything like opened up yeah they just put the the mouse and keyboard down and said no i gotta do it yeah but I had such a fantastic community and an amazing support to, to 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 help me push forward. Yeah. And here we are, two years later, still That's doing it. Wild! Holy yeah, crap! Crazy. And just think how you go from that low of getting that call, locked down. Yeah. That, oh man! That event to where we are now, like. Uh huh. Now, did it's... you did you enjoy what you were doing at the time before you got that call? No, no, I wasn't. Um, I. I'd be the type of a guy now that I don't know what retail I was in retail for seven years yeah and for those seven years like I was part-time and I was full I was like full-time one time I was part-time another time it was, it was mainly part-time like I was a student I'd work Thursday night Friday night Saturday and Sunday so it's like yeah. four days a week so it was basically full-time for some people um I was so sick to death with giving my opinion when asked and it being shut down straight away because yeah. of my uh, lack of experience. <laughs> and I'm a strong advocate in being like, but sure, look, the only way I'm going to get experience if I, if I, you know, give experience and then learn from it and right. then I can apply it in the future. So yeah. you're not giving me a chance. And I've had my backstabbed so many times in retail, like a false promises and everything yeah. and all that stuff. It was just getting to me mentally. Yeah. And I hated it there. In retail, I worked in, um, my first job was in Hollister. Um, I was working there 
when I was over in America, I was I was 17, 18 when I lived in America in Kentucky. And I walked into Hollister and I got a I got a as soon as I walked in, I was asking one of the girls there for a pair of jeans. Yeah. And as soon as she heard the accent, she was like, Oh my gosh, you from Scotland? <laughs> I was like, No, I'm not. I'm Irish. Like, Isn't that the same thing? I was like, no, it's not. And oh. I, I told her there dead the difference between Ireland, Scotland, and Wales, and and uh, Ireland, Scotland, Wales, and England. Yeah. And she she couldn't get it, and she goes, "Do you want a job here?" I was like, "Sure, feck it, why not?" And um, <laughs> it was so. Funny. I'll never forget. I I don't have a visa. Yeah. And she goes, "Oh, don't don't worry about that, sweetie. It's fine." <laughs> I was just like, "Oh God, this is gonna be crazy." Oh shoot. So I managed to get a job there, no bother. Um, I was working there for a bit. I liked it there. And then when Sherlock, when I got caught to go yeah. back home, um, I was broke because I spent all the money in the States. Yeah. And I was walking around. See, I, I come from a town called Ennis. Yeah. And uh, I was walking around this, in the town with my CVs. And there isn't really many uh, clothing stores for men. Yeah. Um, it's mainly females yeah um so i was i was there like jesus i can't be working in a female shop like that like i couldn't be doing that like this is back in oh i don't know when was it was it 2015 15 14 i don't know it was a long yeah. time ago and uh i remember i walked into the shop and i handed him my cv and he goes could you start tomorrow i said yeah i could he goes perfect come in tomorrow and i was there for two and a half years and didn't get on. Like, I got on great with the manager and the assistant manager. I yeah. did not get on great with boss because he he was very, he was the type of man that would belittle you quite a bit. Yeah. And I left there and I went off to Tommy Hilfiger and I was working there for four years and I loved it there. But then there was like drama yeah. at, towards the end of my time there. And I says, you know what? I kind of want to get out of the drama space. And uh, I went off and got offered a position that was very close to what I was doing in college and that was in the broker. Yeah. And I love the idea. Nine to five, Monday to Friday, solid salary, some bonuses, commission, the whole lot. Yeah. Um, I went in with a suit. I, was, I went to the shop one day. I bought like three suits and I was like, right, I'm going to have these shirts for these days. I'm going to have these suits for those days, these shoes for those days and this tie for those days. And I was very, very like organized with all of that. Yeah. And as soon as I walked in, my office, there was no office. There was no kiosk. There was no table. And I was like, uh, where am I supposed to sit, guys? I was like, oh, yeah, you'll have to make your desk over there. It's inside the box. I was like, what? what? And so I walked towards uh, one part of the... It, it was like, if you can imagine the office, the Michael Scott and all that. Yeah. Right? Imagine if that was just about to... like They were literally in there a week. And there's no furniture. There's just a couple of chairs, a couple of desks, and a couple of t or TVs and phones and whatnot, and a printer. And it was like everyone just didn't know what they were doing. Oh my and Mike, my, 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 my Larry was in the corner, and it was just a really shabby down chair. And my desk was in a box from IKEA that wasn't set up. Oh and I was, God. I was in a brand new suit. I was in a shirt and tie and the nice shoes and everything. Yeah. I was ready to make some sales and make some phone calls. And they said, yeah, no, you brought in the wrong clothes for this. You're supposed to set up your office today. And I was like, what? You mad? <laughs> you serious? So I spent the week setting up my office. Oh, jeez. And then I was like, am I getting paid for this? Yeah. And they're like, 
uh, I suppose. Like it was just so. Oh my god! It was so unorganized. Yeah. And I was like, right, okay. So I was there for a while, and it got a little bit better. I was going out with sales calls and stuff like that. And I did enjoy a bit of, like, I liked the challenge of being like, right, here's your target for this month, Ed. Go get it. Yeah. And I was like, right, I'm going to be the Jordan Belfort here of the Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah. I'm going to call up some people. I'm going to make some sales and stuff. See how everyone's getting on. And it was like with Irish people, you don't, we won't do business with someone unless we know them. Yeah. Right. Or unless we know someone of them. And I was the youngest person there. So, you know, I had no experience in sales. I had nothing like that. And everyone that was that was working there had experience for about 15, 20 years. Yeah. And all of their sales were from connections that were made from other people. So I was like, right, I'm kind of a lost, a lost boy here. I know what to be doing. But it was just really, really unorganized. But at the end of it all, I was more of the coordinator of, right, we need to set up kiosks over here. We need to, we need to go there at this time. And that's what kind of my role kind of advanced into i wasn't a salesman and that's what i was kind of going for yeah but the end of it it was going towards more of a i don't know more of a an organizer yeah and then all of a sudden when covid happened it just it went but like to answer a long story short i I did enjoy it but i would have liked to have done it if it was like in a triple a business yeah and not just a small family-run business yeah um but look, I'm delighted that I got that phone call saying I was fired. I know. Look at you now, dude. Yeah, uh, it's mad. You're like a it's rock crazy. star. Ah, oh, it's crazy. <laughs> I'm loving it. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. So now let's talk video games. So when, what were your first video games? Like when did you oh, start playing games? First one. Okay. So my first, the first ever video game I played, I know this right away. Dino Crisis by Capcom. <laughs> yeah. Um, That was the first one. And the second one, around, like it was around... I think that overhead kind of like camera is stuck in one particular part of the map. Yeah. Um, and it just like follows you when you like move into the opposite screen or when you move to one side of the TV, it changes camera. Yeah. I love dinosaurs. My favorite film is Jurassic Park. Yeah. It was one of the first, um, it was like after cartoons, it was the first, um, how would you say, like real film? Not yeah. real film, but like, like CGI or... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it was like the first film that I've seen um and i just had a mad obsession with dinosaurs and i remember i was how old was i it came out in 2001 uh, 94 i was five or six i think when i first i think if i was it i think it was 1999 i don't know when it came out um i was either five or six and i remember we were in smith's which is a known irish um toy store in ireland yeah and there was like a game section. They had the PlayStations and all that stuff. And I remember I saw a Velociraptor's foot with the claw yeah. and blood around it. And there was like a couple of shotgun shells. And it said Dino Crisis. I was like, what? I was like, Dad, <laughs> dinosaurs, bro. And he was just like, yeah, son, I know. And uh, he, he looked at it and it was sort of like 16. Yeah. And he goes, sure, look. I can play it and you can watch me. So he got it and he played it and I watched him. He like handed me the controller and I was just obsessed. Oh, I nice. just, I would play it all night. Yeah. And uh, I just got, I, I got obsessed with those types of games. So there was Dino Crisis, Dino Crisis uh, 2. Yeah. And then there was Resident Evil, Resident Evil 2 and 3. 
obsessed with all of those. Yeah. And there was Colin McRae dirt as well for the rallying. Um, and then fast forward another bit, uh, the PlayStation 2 came out. And I remember my father... See, myself and my father had a very, very strong connection at the time with video games. Because it yeah. was like, I didn't really have interest in in what he did. Yeah. He was a businessman. He would be he'd be in his own office in the house and he'd be in there from from nine in the morning to nine in the evening always yeah. business calls and stuff so it wasn't really um myself and him didn't really have a good way to talk unless it was video games yeah because try explain to a five-year-old about accounting do you know yeah. what i mean yes you couldn't no so we would always play that and then he came in one day with a playstation 2 when it first came out and the first game I got for the PlayStation 2, you're going to laugh at this, was Grand Theft Auto Vice City. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> right. How old were you? Eight? Oh, I, when it first came out, when, when did Vice City come oh, out? I, I'm, I'm born in 1994. I'm yeah. 20, I'm 27 now. Oh my God. Um, <laughs> and uh, I remember he, he came in and it, I just loved the, the art of the box. I was like, yeah. oh, this is so cool. And uh, he was like, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a driving game. And... <laughs> yeah it's Grand Theft Auto you steal cars and I was like cool and then I played it and I was like what let's go to the strip club <laughs> do you know what I mean <laughs> so um, and then like oh, there was there was like loads of other games as well that he would get me yeah. he got me like the thing you know you know the, the original thing that they made a video game about yeah. that he got me that game that scared the shit out of me <laughs> um, and then there was like Grand Theft Auto 3 there was Vice City yeah. there was like like whatever PlayStation game that came out that was pretty popular, I had it. Nice. Um, but you had the first. See, I'm so sorry. I waffle on so much. That's okay. Because all of this comes back. This all is of this all comes good, back man. to me. I love good, hearing good, good. this. This is great. Good. Okay. Okay. But yeah, that's the first video game I've ever played. <laughs> oh man! And now, when did you get? When did you jump to the PC side of things? I I first I think. Oh, I remember now. Um, when we moved into our house, um in 2007 i think it was we my father built a house um with my mother and we moved in in 2007 and it was like a blank canvas house there was no furniture yeah like i had my bed i had my closet um uh, i had a tv and we had the tv down in the sitting room and i remember i sat down and i was obsessed with south park yeah and uh i threw on south park and then it advertised the, the the next new episode. Yeah. And it was Make Love Not Warcraft, <laughs> which was, uh, I, I don't know if you've seen that oh, one, have you? Yeah. 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 So <laughs> I was like, I was like, oh, this looks really cool. <laughs> and it was like, it's on tonight at 9 p.m. I was like, oh, great. Let's watch that. So I sat down and I watched it and I was just like, this is fucking great. Yeah. <laughs> I want to get World of Warcraft. So I was like, I wonder if it's going to be like this. Yeah. So I rang a buddy of mine who I knew was playing World of Warcraft. And I goes, hey, dude, you still play the game World of Warcraft? And he goes, yeah, I'm playing it right now. I was like, would you teach me how to play it? And he goes, yeah, go down to GameStop and go get it. So I went down to GameStop the next day and I bought the... Oh, it's just like, uh, do I have it here? Don't. I think I have it at home. It's uh, at the at the, at, at the other place. Um, it was like a long box and you have the original World of Warcraft and then you have the, the 
What's the green one again? The, the green uh, cover, uh, some crusade. Is it Burning Crusade? I think it is. I'm sorry if there's someone watching this and I get it totally <laughs> wrong. Um, but it was the green one in with the green cover and I got the two of them. And I remember I bought the game and then I went home and then I realized it was for PC. <laughs> oh, shoot. And I said, oh, no. And then I rang my buddy off and I goes, I forgot it's for PC. He goes, what? You don't have a PC? Have you got a laptop? I was like, I don't. <laughs> he goes, you're going to have to go down and get a PC. So oh. I, it was, it was still early in the day and I went up to my mother. I was like, ma'am, is there any chance of a loan? And she was like, what do you want? I goes, I want to get a PC. She goes, why do you want to get a PC? I goes, because I spent 40 euro on this and I don't have the console to play it. And then I remember I said to her, I was like, I'll use the PC for school. Mm -hmm. I'll use it for learning. <laughs> and I, I had some I chronic dyslexia. Well, I still do. Yeah. I said, I'll, I'll get better at my spelling. I'll, I'll be better at grammar. I'll watch YouTube videos and how to do this, that, and the other. I promise I'll be good. And she was like, okay. <laughs> so she said, where are we going to go? I said, we can go to, uh, we have Lidl and Aldi. Uh, I don't know if you do as well. It's, it's basically... Um, it's like Walmart. Okay. Um, so it's like the German version of Walmart. So we went down to, to Aldi, which is the German version of Walmart, and we walked in, and they have like a, a tech site. Yeah. Everything is super cheap inside there. So I remember we walked down. It was a big, huge glass cabinet. And there was like, they were kind of like advertising these business slash gaming newish PCs. Yeah. And there was a PC there for like 200 euros. And at the time, like, that's a, a lot of money. And I was like, ma'am, it's 200 euro. And she goes, no, we're not getting it. I was like, ma'am, I'm going to have it for like, I'm starting school. Uh, I'm starting secondary school, which is high school. Yeah, like, We were there for like six years. Uh, I'll have this for six years. It'll be an investment, I promise you. <laughs> and uh, she was like, oh my God, I can't believe I'm doing this. And she goes, is that the one? So I was like, yeah, oh. grand, okay. So we bought it. And... We, I remember I was setting it up and here's another bad thing. We didn't have internet in the house because it was a new house and it's not going to be installed for another couple of months. Oh my God. So I had to go down to dad and I was like, dad, there's no internet. He goes, I know I'm using, I'm using my phone's Wi-Fi or I'm using like a dongle that I got yeah. off of wherever. And I was like, oh, we need to get the internet sorted. I was like, dad, I'm starting school. Uh, we need to get it sorted like now. <laughs> And he got onto his friend who's an engineer and he came over the next week and he actually managed to get everything set up like fairly there and then. Yeah. I remember that night I played World of Warcraft for the first time. I stayed up all night playing it oh, with shit. my friend. Yeah. And I was just, I got as far as I think a, a 40, I think it was at the time, which was like the highest I think you can get to. Oh, the memories I have. I was playing oh that game. God. I was so young playing that game up in my room and I was playing it all summer long. Yeah. And it's just pure nostalgic with all these. That's why I just love video games so much because uh, anytime that I, I think of like one particular video game, yeah, it brings me back yeah. to that point where I was just the happiest. Um, But yeah, that's the first ever PC game that I played and it was, that's what got me into PC gaming was World of Warcraft. Oh my god, that is so cool! And now, when did you find Daisy? Because that's another you know, monumental Daisy, game. Yeah, so I'll never forget the time when. When did Daisy come out? Daisy or not Daisy, but Arma Two? Oh god, so long. That ago. long time. Yeah, yeah. I can't. Okay, so when when Arma Two came out, I remember 
um, I was on the PC on YouTube and I saw these zombie mods Yeah. for, for Farmer 2. And I said, oh my God, this is so cool. Like these were like, these were cinematically done at the time. Like I, I, when we watch it now, it's shit. Yes. But at the time it was just pure drama and cinematic and slow motion going through the, like the smokes and everything yeah. and killing the zombies. You just see them like two FPS there on the ground and stuff. <laughs> um, but I remember I saw that, that YouTube and I was like, oh my God, I need to get this game. And so I got Arma and I was playing it. Now my PC at the time had terrible FPS. Yeah. So I had to get another PC. Yeah. Maybe I maybe this was after I, I have a feeling it was after World of Warcraft. I feel like it was. Um maybe it was before. I feel like it was after. Um but I remember my PC at the time was stuttering like crazy. Yeah. So I had to get a better one. And I was like, where are the zombies? What's going on here? <laughs> And then I, w- I went back to the YouTube and I looked at the comments and everyone was saying, oh my God, this isn't in the game. This is a mod for the game. I yeah. didn't know what mods were at the time. I was like, what? It's a mod. Yeah. Um, then I got into mods and then I was like, right, how do I do this, that and the other? And then out of nowhere, Jack Frags or Frankie on PC yeah. uploads their first ever uh, DayZ video. And I just sit and I watch. I'm like, I need to get into this. I need to do this right now. Yeah. So I get the mod and I start playing it. And I was like, this is great. This is amazing. Everything was just like what it was in the YouTube video. And I was, I remember like whenever I watched Frankie or Jack Frags, they were very, very like immersed into the game. And they were very, very like acting kind of a thing. You know, if you get me, they were, yeah. they, were like, they were acting the whole time. So I was like, right, I'm going to act myself so i'm gonna make up a character in yeah. my head i'm gonna oh. call him that and i walked around and blah 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 and stuff and then a buddy of mine messaged me and he goes dude there's an actual role-playing server coming out would you be interested in joining it with me i was like yeah and then that was daisy rp oh so i was like yeah let's let's fucking do it and i think this that was like fast forward a couple of years that was in 2000 and uh 13 14 i maybe maybe a bit before maybe 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 12 maybe 12 13 and um jesus 10 years ago now you think about it yeah um that's mad and uh so it was my friend uh jumak and we set up an account and we were playing daisy and we had our own like like our own roles and stuff and we were addicted. Myself and Jamak. He's now <laughs> I've been friends with this guy since I was I was eleven, ten years of age. Yeah. And he's my mod now on the stream. And uh we were talking about this the last night. We were full blown addicts. Like <laughs> we would be playing three, four days straight, would not leave oh our God. desk. We had our problem. Um but I loved it because oh. I had so many good memories, good friends met from that. I still talk to those guys to this day oh, in no Discord. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but that was around the time as well when I was uploading the YouTubes. So the guys were saying that I should get into consecration. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, Daisy, it was it was a YouTube video. And I can I can tell you exactly what happened in the YouTube video. Um, it was Dolores O'Riordan. Um, her... The, cra- the cranberries uh, yes. a zombie yeah. mm-hmm. that was the main song 
and everything was slow motion and it was about it was about a UN team in a town in Chinaris yeah and they're being surrounded by zombies and it came to like one final person and that person died yeah but like it was perfectly in sync with the song yeah and sure look I had an instant connection because Dolores is from Limerick oh is I, she really yeah and I'm born in Limerick and yeah. I'm living in Limerick um and that when that song came on, I was like, wow, I actually feel at home. And this video had like millions of views. Yeah. And it was my first time hearing Zombie by the Cranberries. Oh, wow. And yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that was, that, that was, that was, that was it really. That was what really got me into Daisy. Yeah. And I love that kind of premise of being in like a really rugged down Russia. Mm-hmm. Um, and then with Tarkov, I just, I felt at home. Yeah. And that's why I feel now that I'm just the happiest that I've ever been. Yeah. Because everything I'm doing is just reminding me of what happened when right. I first started. And oh it's just that's so easy cool. sailing. Yeah. 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 I just actually, I felt I'd missed the window on Daisy. I didn't play it until really in the last couple of weeks, just because of this lull with Tarkov. Really? And I am absolutely loving it. I, it's and a great I, game. Yeah. I had, um, I just had Ariana on, who's a streamer yeah. from the UK. And just listening to her talk about, you know, she had a character live for five months or as her longest character and the stories. And, and it's just like, I got to try this game. And it is. Oh, yeah. It's a blast. Oh, dude. It's I'm so sorry that you didn't experience the mod days. Yeah. Because the mod days were so much better. Yeah. They were so much better. It was just it was just, I don't know, innocent. Yeah. But, but with the, the standalone now, it's like. It's very buggy. Like yep. even though it came out in 2015, 16, it's the most buggiest game that I've ever played. <laughs> or maybe 13 it came out, I'm yep. not too sure. But still to this day, it's so buggy. Oh. And a fun fact as well, when I was in college, um, I'm not too sure. Is LinkedIn popular in the States? Yes. All right. Uh my first year in college, we were told to set up a LinkedIn account. Yep. And I was doing a project on Daisy. Yeah. And I said, what are the odds that I reach out to Dean Hall? Yeah. I reached out to Dean Hall and he got back to me straight away on LinkedIn. Oh, and we're both connected on LinkedIn now. Oh, and awesome. I, I I sent him a message. I can't remember what it was. Yeah. And, uh, oh man, it was, I just, I, I'll never forget the time <laughs> when I sent him a request and he accepted it. I was like, I met it. Yeah. I met it. This guy created Daisy. It's mad. Yeah. And then everyone inside the class was like, wait, what? You know Dean Hall? Oh my God, dude. Oh, it was, it was amazing. Oh, it's so good. That's but awesome. it's such a great game. It, it really is. I had yeah. no clue there was an RP side of like, that was just, oh, that's so cool. Oh, the RP is the best. Yeah. Because like, oh my God, it's, <laughs> it's incredible. The amount of people that I've met on RP. Yeah. It's, no, I couldn't do it now because cringe maybe i don't know yeah some of my i don't know it's just i know there's guys that do it and look they're doing it so well like um mr moon is a fantastic example he rps on uh, red dead redemption yeah and i would say he's in his 30s now but he is possibly one of the most professional role players i've ever oh, really? watched oh my god he's unbelievable <laughs> he's incredible but i remember i met him in daisy yeah and still to this day, this guy would be averaging a couple of thousand people now. Yeah. But his voice is perfect. His stories are perfect. Everything is just 
So perfect. When it comes to the RP side of things, I've yeah. never dabbled in it or did anything. Like, do you? So you have your character. Do you coordinate with somebody else with your character, and then you just you know roll the dice and see how the story goes? You can, you can you can like that's that's what myself and Jumak did. We we coordinated our character that we were both brothers, mm-hmm. and we arrived. I think I think the story is if I remember correctly. Actually, no, I tell a lie. Um, he was already signed up, and I remember he was like, "No, nah, Edge, you need to try it. It's grand, I will." So I signed up, and I said that I was a oh, what was I? I was news reporter. Yeah, for for uh, Radio Television, which is uh, RTE in Ireland. Yeah, it's um stands for Radio Television Broadcasting Ireland. And I said that I was a news reporter for Radio Television and I was looking for my brother. He was a part of the UN who went over to to uh, try and set peace or whatnot. Yeah. And I said in my story that I was writing and ringing him back and forth and all of a sudden I wasn't getting any return calls and stuff. So I decided to uh, I decided to charter a plane. plane crashed in the island and I'm looking for him. So my I, when I did a small little YouTube series, I called it to find my brother or something like that. Yeah, and it was just me. I would act it out. Wait, I'd wake <laughs> up on the beach. My God, Jesus, where is he? Where am I? And I would just continue on. And I I remember the first character I came across. His name was Thomas. And I was like, hello. And he was like, put your hands up, put your hands up, put your hands up. I was like, oh, Jesus, I'm sorry. He's like, I'm just looking for my brother. I just came off, I came off the plane. And he was asking me these questions. Like, he was so, so, like, he was, I don't know, so professional. Yeah. He's like, what time did you get in? Um, where are you from? And all this stuff. And I was like, look, I'm just looking for my brother, okay? Uh, he goes, look, if there's, if your brother is anywhere and if he's alive, he'd be at the castle in, in, th- in this place. He yeah. goes, look, I'll take you as far as the gate. I can't go no further. So myself and him spent about an hour just chatting. Yeah. We weren't running. We were walking. Oh. That's why it took so long. So we were so like engrossed in, in like, I don't know, some sort of story. And it yeah. just escalated <clears throat> out of nowhere. <laughs> and we got up as like, maybe we got me, like we were, we were walking for like 30 or 40 minutes. And uh, we, hear a, we hear a car. And he was like, get down, get down, get down. There's a car coming. <laughs> And the car spots us. And uh, I find out that Thomas is a part of a group that the car is looking for. Oh. And they assassinate him. Oh, they execute him, sorry. Yeah. Like, it's, it was the most dramatic thing. And then they point the gun at me. I was like, "Air, listen, I'm part of no one. I'm just looking <laughs> for my brother. So they were like, get in the car. So I got into the car and it was just, it was so immersive. I was like, oh, what wow. the fuck is going on? <laughs> and uh, I was like, Jesus, I hope my internet doesn't go or the power doesn't go because like, this is amazing. Yeah. And they take me to the castle anyways, and then eventually I find G-Mac. Yeah. And we just continue our story from there. Oh, my God. Oh, it's it's excellent. I that mean, so and there's cool. people inside it that literally, they know life it. Yeah. And what that means is that they would spend their whole time playing the game rather than real life. And it's, oh. it's kind of sad as well. Yeah. But... It's it's just insane how far people go when it comes to uh when it comes to RP. Yeah, that's wild. And I thank God I didn't get to that stage because yep. if I did, oh, yep. I I knew I had a problem. I had a pro. I was I was really really addicted to it. Yeah. And uh, when I when I realized I had a problem, 
I sold my PC. Oh, and, shoot. Uh, yeah, I bought my first car. Or oh. I got insurance for my first car. Yeah. Um, my grandfather bought my car. And the insurance in Ireland for a first-time driver is almost the price of the car. Jeez. It's, it's expensive over yeah. here. So I remember I had three monitors. I had a microphone. I had a camera. I had a headset. I had a really, really nice PC. Um, and I had like keyboards and mouses and all yeah. little bits and pieces. And I sold it all as one for like 3,000 euro. Holy and God. it was like the saddest day of my life. Yeah. I was so sad because oh, I, I was like, oh man. You're selling off a was, life of you or a chunk of you. For, yeah. Man. But it wasn't like, it wasn't a pre-built PC. It was, it was a PC that I built and then I added to it. Yeah. And I remember I was like, Jesus, I'm literally giving away like something that I built from scratch. Yeah. And at the time in Ireland, it wasn't, it wasn't known for someone to build PCs. Mm-hmm. It was just, it was getting to be somewhat popular. Yeah. But um, when I was, when I was in college, it's what we learned as well. Yeah. How to build components and stuff. So I kind of used what I learned there to build the PC. And uh, oh, I remember I handed it to him and he said, like, I helped him set up everything. Yeah. And he went into his bag and he took out the cash and he gave it to me. And I goes, I don't know if I want it. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, I, I said, no, I have a car. I need to drive it. I need yeah. to get insurance. Um, so I was like, look, hopefully now I'll give you as much joy as it did for me. Yeah. And I didn't go back to PC gaming until, oh, I don't know, maybe like six, seven years later. Yeah. So I just took a complete gap, a complete oh, wow. break games because i knew i was addicted yeah. at the time i had a i had a girlfriend and uh i remember she broke up with me there and then um when i was playing h1z1 yeah and i was in a tournament and she came over and surprised me with a pizza yeah and i said i i can't i'm i'm in the middle of a tournament but i i snapped at her because i was so engrossed right, and i was like yeah. top i was like top three or top four yeah and but she didn't understand what was going on Whereas I did, because it was like, I think at the time it was like maybe like 500, 1,000 euro, which oh, was a lot. Shoot. We had a good yeah. chance of winning. Yeah. And uh, yeah, she, I got a message uh, a couple of hours later after the game and said, we're done. I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> so I knew I had a problem. I yeah. knew, but, but look. Oh, man. And now when you came back to gaming, what was the game that brought you back? Oh, I, I, I was there thinking about this the last day. I don't really know. Like what made you buy a PC to cut? Was it just you know to get back online? Or oh, I know it was um, streaming. Oh, okay. It was, yeah. It actually was because I I played the PlayStation Four and the Xbox One. Yeah. Up until I bought a streaming PC. Um. So I think I I got back into like I was I wasn't like playing games all the time, but Fortnite. Yeah. Well, in, in 2016-17 was what really got me back into it again. Yeah. Um, I was like, oh, it was... Oh, dude, it, it's so <laughs> it's so emotional to think about all of this now because it's just... It's like everything that I'm telling you now is yeah. just... It's it's because it's where I am right now. Right. Everything that's happened is, is because I'm here. Yeah. Um, But I remember I was so nervous going into college man i was so 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 nervous um because it was a new like the the first the first course i did it was me 
Yeah. It was games design, surrounded by nerds, yeah. with everything in common. And then I dropped out. I took a year break. And then I went off and I, I sat down with a career guidance counselor and they said, right, you'd be actually good. You're, you're, you're a great salesman because you talk for Ireland. You can send sand to an Arab. <laughs> so uh, they're like, you need to get into sales. So why don't you get into business? And you might go down the, the old sales route there, which I don't know when it comes to insurance yeah. or accounting or something like that. I said, yeah, okay, all right. And she said, there's a fantastic course that just opened up, which was marketing management. And I went through, I go through phases of um, trying to fit in yeah. with other people at the time. So the phase I was in was very preppy. Yeah. I was a very preppy looking fellow. And I would wear Ralph Lauren. I would buy clothes that I couldn't afford. Yeah. Um, and... I, I just wasn't myself. I was so fake, but I was trying to be someone that I wasn't yeah. to fit in with this university that I was going to. And I walked in anyways, and I wasn't getting on with anyone. I was like, right, I have no idea what's going on. But then anyways, fast forward a, a year or so, or a couple of months or whatever, and I met friends of these guys, and um, we all had something in common, and that was video games. Yeah, And we... We weren't the type of lads that would go out for lunch. We were the type of lads who would get lunch and bring it back to the car. Yeah. And we would watch Tim the Tapman in the car yeah. on the phone, just in front. <laughs> and I remember uh, the first stream I watched on Twitch at that the time, before, like I took a massive break. when During Daisy and all that, I would yeah. watch um, Summit 1G or um, Buys or Dr. Disrespect or any of those guys yeah. who would play whatever game that I was interested in. And um, I took a break again because I sold the PC, but Tim the Tapman was the first Twitch streamer that I watched getting back into it again back in 16 or 17. Yeah. And he was playing Fortnite. I just fucking loved the game. Yeah. I was like, oh my God, this is great. <laughs> Let's get Fortnite. So I went off to GameStop and I bought an Xbox. Yeah. That, that same day. I set it up. I said, right, I'm going to download it. I'm going to download fucking Fortnite. I'm going to play that. And I was playing it for, like, myself and the guys would play it every night. And that's what got me back into the gaming scene. Yeah. And then when I was more comfortable with talking about games with the guys, I decided to do, like, nearly every single one of my projects in college on Fortnite. Yeah. Or the Battle Pass strategy. And um, all my lectures, all my tutors, they were all like, what? You can't do your whole <laughs> fucking, you can't do everything in games. And I was like, watch me. Yeah. Um, so that's what got me back into it. And then with COVID happening, I, I said, you know what? I'm just going to start streaming. So that's what got me back into the PC gaming. Yeah. And the first game I played on the PC was, uh, Warzone. Yeah. And I was considered a Warzone streamer for a year. Oh, shoot. Um, it was horrendous. One of the worst experiences I've ever, ever had, but sure look. Now, it's what made me who I am today. Was that because of the community or just the yeah. game is just not a streaming? It's not a game that you can interact community. Yeah. The community. The worst community out there by far. Really? Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, there is some amazing people that I've that I've met from Warzone. Yeah. Like, they're so nice. But I met some really, really close friends during my time streaming that game who I would consider, like, if not, like, best friends. And when they had the chance, they stabbed me in the back. Oh, shoot. So, yeah. And I was like, wow, this is actually horrendous. Oh, so boy. I... 
said, you know what, I'm putting my putting the putting the mouse down for Warzone and yeah. uninstalling it. I uninstalled it um when they brought out the new map, Caldera. Yeah. I just wasn't enjoying it. Yeah. And I think that was in November. Last last November. And I said I wasn't enjoying it. And Gingy um was she'd come in every so often into the streams yeah. and be like Gib play Tarkov Gib play Tarkov now I dabbled into Tarkov a few times with the guys that I used to play DayZ with yeah but I was just never really hooked because these guys they're hilarious they'll play a game for a month yeah and they get sick of it and they'll never go back you can't just Whereas, do that with Tarkov <laughs> no you can't <laughs> yeah. you can't so I was I was really enjoying it at the time and when they stopped I stopped because I was the only one I was like I was the only one that was doing it out of everyone that I knew yeah. that was playing that game so I was like I can't play it myself so Ginger would come in every so often in the streams be like Gib just play Tarkov just play Tarkov just play Tarkov I was like right I'll give Tarkov a go and I went back into it in, uh, in December when the wipe happened yeah and I I'll never forget I put up four or five TikToks at the time yeah and each TikTok I put up got over like two or three or four or five million views. Holy shit. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It blew up. It really did. And it got to a point where I was like, I'm definitely being view botted. But when you see it all, I the the likes, like I let's say if I got one video that was a million views, yeah. I'd have five hundred thousand likes. Yeah. So everything was matching up. Everything was fifty percent. And I was being titled the TikTok Tarkov guy. Oh my God. I was like, this is insane because I was trying my very best to become the TikTok Warzone guy. Yeah. But there was so many other people there that were doing it and it was just so oversaturated. Yeah. And I remember at the time I was like, why isn't there anyone doing their TikToks the same as I'm doing them in Tarkov? Yeah. And then I saw a window and I just took it. Yeah. And I just kept producing the same content ever since. Yeah. Um, and here we are, wow. like nine months later. Holy shit! That's still, crazy. still doing it. Yeah, it's mad. <laughs> that is why. Now, what is the hook that Tarkov has for you? Like, because you know, coming from Daisy, there's those pucker moments. Tarkov, yeah, I mean, it's a pucker game. It's just I, I, I think the community. Yeah. To be honest with you, I really think it's the community. I mean, every time, every time I I, I meet someone in the game that I have a conversation with, I'm yeah. just. I'm blown away by their story. It's such a mature audience as well in yes. comparison to Warzone. Yeah. Warzone is full of kids in my opinion, I think. Yeah. Um, and everyone, like I know a lot of people are saying, oh Jesus, no age, you haven't seen the Reddit version of Targov. I, I don't care for that. Right. You know, it's like, right, I just, listen, like let the Redditors be Redditors or whatnot. Just enjoy what you're doing and just, right. just, 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 just do that. And I feel like, Whenever I'm playing the game, um, I know straight away that this person has put in the time and effort to buy a PC, yeah, to build a PC, to buy the equipment that they need to play the game. And so the, these guys are either mature or or they know what they're at. Whereas if it comes to Warzone or or call or Fortnite, yeah. They literally just go up to GameStop to buy a console for a couple of hundred euro and yeah. then they throw it on and that's it. And they have a headset and they they shout all racial slurs or whatnot at you. They've got the skin this, in the game. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I think the community and the audience that is on Tarkov is really what left me there. Yeah. I've been I've been 
showed nothing but support from everyone yeah that is either a streamer or a content creator uh it's the reason why i think i tweet out so much like gratitude and i'm so grateful for everyone is because i went through so much shit yeah and to see the difference now in comparison to what it was a year ago yeah i could break down and cry yeah like it's just everyone is just so nice yeah. and i can't get over it now maybe they might be talking shite about me in a Discord chat or something <laughs> like that, but I really don't think they are. But I'm what, so what, adamant. What could they be talking about? There's, you know, that's what you see on the screen. That's who you are. So like, I know, a, you yeah, know, I, I, I don't know. You, you, you just, you just don't know. It's. it's I think true. it's uh, with Warzone. It's very petty. Yeah. Everyone seems to be very, very petty. Like I don't know if you're caught up with the whole Nadia thing. No. All right. So. I don't really know much about it, but basically it's, she's a female streamer. Yeah. A player's Warzone who's being accused of cheating and using VPNs and everything. And I've watched her, her streams. She's unbelievable at the game, but the amount of hate Ugh. that she gets, it's sexist. Yeah. It's racist. It's, it's everything. And I'm just like, how is this even possible to be this mean to someone? Yeah. In today's day, you know? In today's day. Yeah. It's 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 mad. Keyboard warriors, it's insane. Yeah. But then I sit back, I'm like, that's Warzone. Yeah. That's Call of Duty. Call of Duty is a very toxic place. So you need to have a really, really thick back yeah. in order for you to really make get into it. Yeah. Um now I wasn't that kid that played Call of Duty like when I was young. I yeah. played it but I played it for the campaign. Yeah. I never played online. I never did multiplayer. Uh, I think the first ever Call of Duty multiplayer that I did was, actually it was World at War and I liked it then because, I don't know, I think it was a new kind of a, I I, I really think that the, the, the modern warfare side of Call of Duty changed the community a lot. Yeah. Into being more toxic and, and whatnot. Like I haven't seen I haven't seen positivity like Tarkov has yeah. in a Call of Duty game in so long. And I just got sick of it. Yeah. But it was changing me as a person at the time as well. I was just getting... You were like getting if I got sucked killed, in. I was getting... Yeah, yeah. I was. And I, I was... At the person that you see now, I was not the person that I was then. Yeah. No way. Uh, yeah. You'd see me as two different people, but it was just because of the people that I was playing with, the people yeah. that I was hanging around with and the game that I was playing. Yeah. Do you know, I was like, oh, you shit, you get trashed. Yeah. You know, it's all that stuff. But with, with this, it's just like, ah, oh, GG's, look, you got, got me good. Yeah. Let's move on. Yeah, you're, you're, I've jumped into the community last fall and it is, I've got nothing but good things to say about it. Yeah. Everybody who's come on the podcast from the Tarkov world have been just really great people. You see everybody playing with everybody. Like, it's, yeah. it's just great. Like, last night you had Spooky or Victoria playing with Games with Death. It's just, everybody's, yeah, it's, and I know you, you see on Twitter, it's like, oh, it's all fake love and all this kind of stuff. But it's just, it's like you said, you're taking the time to buy a computer, taking yeah. the investment to play the game. You've got, yeah. there's, yeah. You want to play the game because you want to do something you enjoy. Right. You know, yeah. you're not just, I mean, with Call of Duty, it's free. Yeah. Um, so like you just throw it on, you just shout whatever you want. Like, it's yeah, yep. not care about it. Yeah, absolutely. So now with the latest drop that hat or the latest wipe, what's been, you know, the thing that you've liked the most about it? I, I love the goons. 
<laughs> Do you? I love the goons. Oh, I love the goons. <laughs> I think it's brilliant. Oh, oh I, made a, I made a huge kind of a joke about it. And um, a joke, like I hadn't found the goons. The first time I saw the goons was with Jay. And yeah. that was two weeks ago. So since the start of Wipe to now, to about two weeks ago, was the first time I saw the goons physically. Oh, wow. And it was, oh, the rush. Oh, I bet. Oh, yeah. my God. And oh, it was just so funny, like, with, 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 with playing with Jay, and, like, he's an absolute goon whisperer, whatever whatever sort <laughs> he's going on, whatever he's doing. Um, but I remember I reached out to him, and I goes, listen, buddy, you have a way with the goons. I, I need those ways. You need to help me out. And we played for, for a, a full day straight. And I got them back to back four times oh in a row. Oh my God. And what man? I was like, oh, a lighthouse. Yeah. Oh, shit. Um, so it was, it was, uh, it was customs first. Yeah. And then it was three times a lighthouse. That's and just wild. the adrenaline. It was just, oh, yeah. it was mental. And I loved it. <laughs> and then, um, and then last week as well, I found my first ever red key card. Oh, in the, wow. uh, in the back of, um, uh, bird eyes uh, backpack. Yeah. Oh, and shoot. I, I'd, I'd say now I haven't seen anyone post about this, but I'd say I'm the first person to find a red key card yeah. in the back of bird eyes oh, backpack. So the adrenaline was something. I was yeah. just, I loved. I've never felt that way in a video game in such a long time. Oh, so I think it's a fantastic addition. Those yeah. goons. Oh, that's definitely. Cool. And now you, so you started last sort of winter so before VoIP yeah. started you came in at that VoIP patch yeah I was playing it I think so two two Christmases ago it wasn't yeah. this Christmas the one before yeah was when I played it for the first time and I remember saying it's such a pity that VoIP isn't there I was like where the hell is VoIP yeah where is it gone I said they're missing so much opportunities and I dabbled so I played it for a month then and I just got sick of it because I wasn't having any inter any interactions and yeah. stuff. And I'm, I'm I'm a very interactive person. I like to chat to whoever if you have a mic. Yeah. And I remember with Call of Duty, I'd get pissed off if someone didn't have a mic, and I would just leave the game. And I wasn't getting, I wasn't enjoying it. Um. So then I went back into it with this with the wipe that year, which was like I think it was actually yeah it was it was it was around when it was wiped that time. There was two wipes. Yeah. It was a wipe during summer, wasn't there? Yeah. Yeah. Think, and then there was, there was a wipe at Christmas. Yes. So I, there was a wipe at, at, during the summer and I got it. I played it for a week and they introduced gun jams. Yep. And I remember I had a hundred durability um, M4 and I was, I was sneaking up behind a team three for like 10 minutes yeah. on stream. I remember I was like walking up to them. I was like, right, I'm going to get them all. As soon as I clicked the mouse button, it, it jammed. I was like, what? How the fuck did it jam? And they turned, they heard the click and they turned around yeah. and they just sprayed me. I was, I'm fucking done with this game. So I uninstalled this and I never went back to it until I got so sick of, um, of Call of Duty. I, I uninstalled that and yeah. I got back into it then and they introduced VoIP and I just... I was like, this is incredible. Yeah. And I remember the first video I put up um, of my, the first TikTok video I put up of a VoIP interaction 
it was the most wholesome thing. <laughs> so I was fighting a scav and the scav messed me up really good, but I killed him. Yeah. And I, I was a PMC and I was fighting a scav and the scav messed me up. It was a scav player. He broke two of my arms and one of my legs and I had a heavy bleed. And I was just sitting there in a the corner just coughing, <laughs> spluttering. And the next thing, these two scavs come out of nowhere. I was like, guys, don't kill me. I need heels. Come on. <laughs> and you just hear this broken English man. And he goes, it's okay, my friend. I'll help you. I have S March. It's fine. I was like, what? You're really going to help me? He goes, yeah, see, it's okay. I was oh like, cool, let's God. go. So he dropped all his meds. Yeah. And I was like, oh, you're so, you're so generous. I was like, how can I repair you? He's like, no, man, you just have good life. You know, it's, <laughs> it's Christmas and happy new year. I was like, oh, happy new year, man. And we bought extracts. We bought take like uh, yeah. the, 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 the jewel extract. Yeah. And I put that up in TikTok and it got like, I think it was 5 million views or something Dear like God. that. Wow. And everyone in chat was in, in the TikTok chat was yeah. like, wow, this is so wholesome. Wow, he was so nice. Wow, yeah. he could have killed you. Wow, how this story could have ended if he killed you. You know, all this stuff. Right. I goes, okay, we have a bit, we have something here. Yeah. And it's just going back to look, VoIP and interactions are so important. But yeah. you could most certainly you couldn't have that in Warzone. No. No way. TDM? Oh, not a <laughs> not a hope. You couldn't. No. Not a hope. No. No, because uh, it's just run, run, die, run, die, run, die. There's no commitment all. to what you yeah. put into that game. That exactly. And yeah. I feel like with, with DayZ, it would have that too. Yeah. And any game that's like, like, I guarantee you, like there's a time there was zombie games and now there's extract games. Yeah. I feel like extract games are going to be the next AAA thing. Yeah. Like we had Cycle Frontier. Mm -hmm. We have uh, Marauders. Marauders, yeah. Um, there's Tarkov and now Call of Duty announced their They're doing their some, own yeah. DMZ mode or something like that. Yeah. Um I have a feeling that twenty twenty three will be a massive year for extract games. Yeah. Um and I'm hoping there will be because the more interactions you have, the more um the more stories you can hold, the yeah. more stories you remember and all that stuff. Yeah. So it's, I, I feel like that's why video games are very, very important because mm -hmm. the relationships and the friendships that you make. Yeah. Um, but you couldn't have that when any, when any quick paced game. Yeah. No way. Now, no, with your love of dinosaurs, did you jump into Ark? I did. Um, I, it was actually when I, I bought the Xbox one first. Yeah. And I got the PlayStation three. And I dabbled in or PlayStation 4 and I dabbled into Ark on the PlayStation 4. Uh, it was so choppy. It was yeah. so buggy. And yep. that's what drove me off of it. Yeah. It was a good idea. Great premise. Mm -hmm. It's like Rust meets dinosaurs. Yeah. I loved Rust when it first came out. Um, But I just hated it and how goofy it was. Right. It was just so goofy and so choppy. I said, this is actually it, like destroying my love for dinosaurs. Yeah. yeah. So I didn't finish playing that. Yeah. Don't think I will. No, Until you're right. It's, it's kludgy. Yeah, yeah, it's very kludgy. I'm waiting for Ark 2. Yeah. I'm waiting for that. When that comes out, I might, I might dab back into it. Yeah, cool. All right. So now when you're playing Tarkov, do you prefer to run solo or run with the team? I think solo. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now, I do love playing... I, th I wouldn't go above a three or two man. Yeah. Um, because I'm an interaction streamer. Yeah. 
I enjoy getting my content out of like talking to someone one to one. Yeah. And I do love meeting another streamer in a game. Yeah. And then padding around with them. Like there's there's something about talking to someone in Discord mm-hmm. in comparison to talking to them in game. Yeah. Um, there's been times where I've bumped into Vel in game. Yeah. And we would just VoIP it out. <laughs> and we would just we'll do the raid together, but we'd VoIP it out. Oh nice. But with Discord, it's like it's it seems like it's already pre-recorded kind of a thing. Do you know yeah. if you, I if you get me? Um I like look, I do enjoy playing with other people. Like I I I do talk an awful lot and I do like playing with duos or trios, like myself and Jay and Ames or myself yeah. and Vel or whoever or Gingy. Yeah. I do enjoy playing with them. Um but I think personally I'd be more of a solo player. Yeah. Just because of the experience. Yeah. I feel more connected with chat, but when I'm playing with someone else, I'm I have to I'm I'm a terrible multitasker. Yeah. I have to chat with them mm-hmm. and then I have to chat with chat. Yeah. Whereas when I'm playing the game solo, I just have the game and I have the chat. Yep. So it's just Yeah, I, I had don't know, a, what, I had Deadly Slob on once and he talked about that that point. Basically, he's a, a storyteller streamer. When he's playing yeah. the game, he's able to talk to chat and play the game. But when he plays with somebody else, he's basically telling his chat, Hey, today's a special day. It's just me and my whoever I'm playing with and yeah. you're just going to, you know, you sit back and watch and enjoy. And that's, that's the way. That's exactly is. what happens with me. Yeah, exactly. It's the same thing. He gets it. He gets it. Yeah. I think it's, it's going back to my Daisy roots. Yeah. We would never talk in team speak. Yeah. We would only talk in game. Uh, okay. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. We, we'd, we'd all be in the team speak, but we wouldn't talk to each other. It's that immersion. Just mute. Yeah. Yeah. You're just immersed in the game. That's yeah. it. But when you're in discord, it's, you're not immersed. Yeah. Just, and I like to be immersed when I'm playing Tarkov. Yeah. Oh, totally. Absolutely. Mm. So now you get to pick an all-star Tarkov squad to run with you. You name their names, old OGs or current guys. Who are your who's your other three people <sighs> that you're calling out and gonna run with you? Oh I would love to run with Trey. Yeah. I would love to run with Trey because what I like about what he's doing now is when I watched him a couple of I'd say when I like maybe last year when I yeah. first watched him, he was so focused on being a gunner. Yeah, you know, he would acknowledge chat at all as much, or he would just be in that. But now he's kind of like dabbling into content, yeah, as well as being that. Um, and then I f- found out that it's Trey's Gingy's brother. I did not know oh, that I at didn't all. Know that? Are you serious? Yeah, oh, yeah, shit. yeah, yeah. So I was like, I get on like a house on fire with Gingy. <laughs> I was like, sure, fuck it. If I get on with Gingy, I get on with Trey. Yeah. And so I'd like I'd like to run with Trey. Yeah. Um Oh, who else is there? Who else would be a part of that squad? Baddy. Yeah? Yeah. Oh Baddie. god. <laughs> um I've never talked to Baddy before, but I've so many um I've so many uh friends who are like really good friends with him. Yeah. And the stories I hear about that man, and I just love his positive attitude. Oh. I just I think he's just the cheekiest fellow. Yeah. out there from what i see yeah and i'm like i'd fucking marry you right now do you know <laughs> kind of a thing he just he just has that energy around him that he's just fucking he's just great yeah i i've never talked to him yeah i've never been into his streams um because he streams at like two or three a.m my time yeah so i'm sound asleep but from the clips i see and from his tweets i see i think he's just hilarious yeah absolutely so i th- 
his his energy would be brilliant. Yeah. Um, another one. Oh, that's a tough one. Now, I see. What I would like to do is, I would just like to have a a messed up team. Yeah. Not a team that get on, but yeah. a team that's just so messed up because that's what it was in Day Z. Yeah. We would have one guy who was so strict and everything. We'd have one guy that was really goofy. We'd have one guy that was just overly dramatic. Yeah. And we'd have one guy that was just being a little bitch. <laughs> you know? So I suppose I'd be the little bitch. <laughs> um, but I, I, don't, I don't know who the third now because I'm still new to the Tarkov scene. Yeah. I don't really know much. Yeah. Um, I I think I would lo- I'd love to dabble in back with um eric pool shark yeah um i don't know if i'd have him in the team though yeah sorry eric it's uh <laughs> add lupo I think, into it maybe yeah may, may, maybe lupo maybe lupo <laughs> like i don't i used to watch lupo an awful lot when he was on twitch and yeah. i just I, I don't watch him anymore on youtube because i i just i see twitch as my place just to watch streamers yeah. i see youtube as a place where i watch your um, content recorded content i don't want to change that yeah i used to be obsessed with tim the tapman yeah um but as soon as he moved over to youtube i just i haven't been over yeah. it's just i he twitches twitch and youtube is youtube for me yeah. um so maybe maybe yeah maybe baddie yeah that'd be good Trey and lupo all right myself <laughs> maybe, maybe the four of us we go mad there you go um but yeah yeah awesome. yeah all right so let's talk a little streaming so you know what was the hardest part for you you know, hitting that go live button over the last couple of years. Um, the hardest part for me, I was streaming to zero people for yeah. three weeks. Three weeks I was streaming to zero people until I got a message from one of the guys saying, dude, you need to try out uh, TikTok. Yeah. So that I put up like a really cringy TikTok. So the next thing it'll be five years, 10, 15, 20, 25. Yeah. Um, I still remember to this day, um, my first, was it 500? Is it 500 followers or 50 followers? I feel like it's 500. I did my first ever 24-hour stream with 500 followers. Oh, shit. And I was, yeah, I was averaging maybe 15 at the time. Yeah. 20. Um, I, I had some amazing people then, man. Like, that's, I, I would still consider myself a small streamer. Um, but... Then when I was like really, really small, I do miss it because you have more of a, you have more of a connection with your chat. Yeah. And I think when I first did it, I was very, very nervous as in when I, I'd have my viewer count on. Yeah. And as soon as I see one, I would change. I'm like, hey guys, how's it going? Oh, I was going yeah. off crack. And then it goes back to zero. I was like, oh. Um, so I did that for ages. And then eventually I was like, you know what? I'm just going to turn off, turn off the views. Yeah. And I'm just going to do my thing. Yeah. And I was playing The Last of Us Part 2. That was the, f- that was like, the first game that I ever streamed was Resident Evil 3. Yeah. And I streamed off of my, I didn't have the PC first now. Yeah. I had the PlayStation. So when COVID hit, I said, Grand, let's see how easy it is or how hard it is to stream. So I had my MacBook Air from college. Yeah. I used that microphone. I used the camera off of that. Yeah. I had the PlayStation. <laughs> I had a capture card. I had a really shitty headset. So I would have my my MacBook over here on one side with the yeah. camera up looking at me. 
And I was like that from when it was coming off. So it looked like it had a double chin. And I had the PlayStation 4 here in front of me. And I had like terrible FPS because my internet was terrible. And yeah. I didn't have a capture card at the time. I had uh, like I was screen sharing or something like that, oh I think, with the, with, the, with, the, with the laptop. Yeah. And, um, and the, it, it was my first ever clip. And one of the guys from college clipped it. And it's like, it's like 10 fps and just the audio was brutal and i'm just fucking i'm just shaking all over the place on the i'm like come on guy i'm like going away from the microphone i'm over here i'm over there and stuff um it was horrendous and um uh so i i i took a break then for a month yeah and i bought uh i bought like the pc and i bought everything and i put it all together and i was still streaming to like zero to five people for ages but i made sure that the first game that i would play would be um the last of us part two which came out on june 19th which i would consider my anniversary yeah and i'll never forget a buddy of mine died in ogla one of my one of my good friends yeah he tweeted out saying hey will you go follow um mr gibbon uh he's he's starting up his first stream and he did that and it got like three or four or 500 views yeah. or 500 likes, sorry, uh, on Twitter. And it was pretty good for me. And eventually I had like 20 people, 30 people oh, coming in. Yeah. And they were just asking me stuff about how do you know Nogla and stuff like yeah. that. And I tell them, but eventually all of that kind of like weared out. He said, yeah. that's the only thing I'm going to do for you because look, you're there, you're put on spectrum. Yeah. And you just, just go with that and see where you get on. But it went, it would go back down to five average, go back to two average. Yeah. Um but then I got into Call of Duty and I started doing Call of Duty content. And before I knew it, it was like fifteen average, thirty yeah. average. And it was solid at thirty for about a year. Um but it was it was it was difficult. Um pressing the go live button knowing that I'll probably have no one coming in. Yeah. But in the back of my head, I was like, sure, what else am I doing? I can't leave more than two, two kilometers, kilometers away yeah. from my home. Um, I'm literally here doing nothing. Yeah. So it's a hobby. So right. I started off as a hobby. And then before I knew it, I had 10 subs. Yeah. I had 15 subs. I had 50 subs. Um, I'll never, ever forget my first ever big donation. And it was $50. Yeah. From a mod of mine now, Haley, and she gifted $50 for me to buy um, this chair that yeah. I'm sitting on now. And at the time, I was sitting on my grand, my late grandfather's wooden kind of rocking chair yeah. kind of a thing. Oh my God, it was the most comfortable <laughs> chair ever. It was horrendous. It was so bad. Um, I, my, my, I was like that all the time. I was yeah. like punched over or hunched over. And she's like, look, you need to go into Amazon. You need to get an ergonomic <laughs> chair. Uh, the, the chair cost me a hundred euro and yeah. it was possibly one of the best investments because it's so comfortable. Yeah. It's so comfortable. Um, but yeah, no, that was, that was the hardest knowing yeah. that I would stream to such a small amount of people and seeing one person come in and then zero. Yeah. Turn off, turn off the viewer account and just do you. Yeah. That's what I did. Ah, good. And now what was, what has been your highlight since going live? The highlight? Yeah. Is it your partner story or, you know, a big raid? Um, 
I th- like the bit like the whole thing is just the friendships that I made. Yeah. It wouldn't it really is. Um partner of course is one of the bi- best and biggest and most amazing achievements I'll ever make. Yeah. Uh and it was only recent. It was only two two months ago, I think now. Oh well, so yeah, what's um, what is your partner story? Oh the oh I've I've applied seven times Holy and the declines. Yeah. Yeah. Declined seven times. Um it was the most like if there was one thing I would ask Twitch to do is to please be personal and yeah. not be robotic. Um just constant robotic replies. Yeah. You know? And every affiliate is gonna go through this. Um you're gonna get a robotic reply, copy paste kind of a job. Yeah. I got the same response seven times in a row. Same copy paste. Yeah. Hi, Mr. Gibbon. Thanks for replying. Fortunately, it's not going to work out. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, or six times. And the seventh time I got it. Um, but I remember the last application I sent in, I was mad. I was really mad. And I said, fuck it. I'm n- I don't care. Yeah. If I get declined, I get declined. Um, I said down on the application, I said, look, this is ridiculous. I've applied, I've met the achievement, I've done everything you're asking for, you're being robotic. It's 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 pissing me off, is what I said. <laughs> and um I I was like, please just tell me what you want me to do, what I'm doing right, what I'm doing wrong. Yeah. And let's just work from there. And for the love of God, do not hand my application into the UK department. Because when an Irish application gets put into the UK department, you're considered in the UK, right? Yeah. And there's only a handful of Irish streamers from Ireland streaming in Ireland. Yeah. But there's hundreds in the UK. So I was like, can we please just have our own department? I was like, if you're going to throw it into the UK department, just just fail me because I know it's going to be failed. And I had a feeling because I said, do not put it into the UK department. It's what got me passed. Because I got got it that time. Yeah. It was, listen, this goes for anyone that is applying for partner. Just... Don't be professional. Just be be yourself. Yeah. And I think that really adds to it because it shows the person you are and it showed who I was. Like, I, I remember when I was applying for the first time, I was like, oh my God, I'm so happy and stuff like that. And thank yeah. you so much for doing this. It was just all fake. Yeah. And uh, I was just like, you know what? I'm sick of it now. It's like, look, if you're going to climb me, climb me, but just give me a fucking reason. Yeah. And um, I, I remember it was like, we were flying out to TwitchCon. Yeah. And uh, I remember, like, I, I collected GMAC. He went with me, and we were in the car on the way to Dublin, on the way to the airport. It was about two and a half, three hour drive. And uh, he he looks at me and he goes, Man, could you imagine now if you actually got partnership when you're over there? I was like, Ah, I know. Like, listen, we, that won't happen because if that happens, I'll have to go to the partnership parties. I'll be going to the VIP lounges and all this stuff. And he goes, Yeah, no, nah, man, it probably won't happen. But could you imagine if it did? I was like, yeah, it would be pretty cool. Um, we were at the gate and I get a notification from an email. No way. And I look at it and it's like, congratulations, you've been accepted to the partnership program. Wow. And I was like, <laughs> I, I, my fucking eyes lit up and I was like, what? And then Jimac was over there and he goes, what? And I was just like, I, I, I was, sh- I was there, look, reading it for about five minutes, 
And then he whips out his phone, he takes a picture and he puts it up on Twitter and it blows up. Oh my God. It blows up. And it's like, he, he put it up saying that capture the moment on the way to San, or on the way to, to Amsterdam to TwitchCon 20, 20, uh, 2022. Um, wow. And Mr. Gibbon just gets partner. <laughs> and I was, I was, it was just a fantastic way to start the trip. Because your flight got like, cancelled or something on the way Yeah, there, right? the flight, the flight got delayed on the way back because of, oh, okay. um, sorry. Yeah, no, it got, did it get, it, it got, it got delayed an hour uh, going over, which was totally fine. Yeah. But it got delayed six or seven hours on the way home. Oh, which was just, I mean, I was at the time, I was just like, oh, Jesus, would you just cancel the flight completely and we get a next one tomorrow morning? Yeah. Because I didn't get home uh, into my bed until 4 or 5 a.m. that time when we when we, when we we got in. Yeah. Um, but when we were in uh, Amsterdam anyways, it was crazy because oh. I still had an affiliate ticket. Yeah. And I didn't know what to do. So I went up to the staff members and said, like, guys, I'm so sorry. I just got accepted to a partnership program. And they're like, oh, my God. <laughs> Oh, I did it! Yeah, no, get up to the partner queue. You partner, yeah? Oh. I goes, wow, okay. Everyone's very enthusiastic. Get this cool. Um, so then I got up and I was like, hi, how's it going? I was like, here's my partnership badge. And blah, blah, blah. And they print out my ticket or they print out the lanyard, whatever yeah. you want to call it. And it said affiliate. And I was like, I'm so sorry. He's like, I'm actually partner. <laughs> And they're like, oh, Jesus, so sorry. Congratulations. It's like, yeah, it literally just happened a couple of hours ago. And they're like, oh, wow, congratulations. And the bloody manager of the whole thing came up to me. He was like, hey, congratulations, boy, and all this stuff. I was yeah. like, this is great. This is amazing. Um, and then I just, it was so good because I got noticed quite a few times in Amsterdam yeah. um, at the at the TwitchCon. And everyone saw the picture on Twitter. Yeah. And they're like, congratulations, you got partner after all this fucking time and stuff. Yeah. Because I was waiting three months to hear back from them. Oh, wow. I applied, yeah, so I applied in um in March or February. February yeah. or March is when I applied and I didn't hear back to them until July. June, yeah. July, yeah, July, yeah. I didn't hear back from them until June, June, July. Wow. So that was, it was a massive, massive achievement. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, but I think go back to your question. I really think the whole highlight of it all is just not to be soppy or anything, but it's not gone. It's true. It's just the people that come in yeah. to the stream and the ones that stay. Yeah. I've had some fantastic stories. Um, like I think like coming to the top of my head now was I have a kid in my stream. And when he watched me, he was 14, I think, or 13. And he would have to, ha he'd have to ask his mother permission yeah. to watch the stream. And um, he'd be like, ma'am, can I watch Mr. Gibbon's stream? And she was like, right, I'm going to have to watch him and see what he's like. Yeah. And it got to a point where eventually he would watch so much. He'd ask his mother if he could like sub to me. And he's like, he's been subbed. I think to this day, he's still subbed. Uh, he must be like, I don't know, whatever, two, three years later anyways. Oh my God. Um, but... I remember he was like, oh my God, I would really like to play with you. I was like, yeah, sure. Look, ask your mother. Yeah. And I remember <laughs> I made a TikTok out of this. I was like, do you mind getting your mother on the on the, on the the microphone there for me? And uh, she she came on. She's like, ah, hello. <laughs> and sure being me, I was like, I was being really flirty with her. I was like, how are you getting on? Are you well? <laughs> Is there any chance I could, uh, you know, <laughs> 
<laughs> she was like, oh, geez, would you stop at you, Mr. Given? Oh, God, that's too funny. I think that would be a highlight. And I read a TikTok yeah. and I, I titled it saying, I played with a viewer's mom on, 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 on Warzone. <laughs> and I didn't play with her at all. I was just talking to her right. for a minute. Yeah. But she got so flustered and everything. It was it was oh, brilliant. And I remember he came into the stream one day and he said that he actually went up to the front of his classroom <laughs> and showed his teacher and the teacher showed us the whole class. Oh my God. That his mother was talking to me on a stream yeah. in front of like 30 or 40 people. <laughs> I would think that would be a highlight with, with just him yeah. and his mother. Um, but it, it wouldn't be a big, huge thing. Right. But to me personally, it would have been. Yeah. Oh. Uh, there's, look there's loads of highlights that's I could awesome. go on all day with you but yeah. I think that would be that's pretty cool a main one yeah. yeah oh my god yeah it's amazing the the communities every like all of you people bring in you know that follow you and just get in, in involved with and interact with I had uh, Mark Stramon he was talking about over the years his people who were watching him ended up being like best friends going to his weddings and it's just these stories yeah. are just fantastic Oh, it's it's unbelievable. I feel like it's all games. Yeah. You know, like you actually you have something in common with someone. Yep. It's not like in Ireland you're very forced to do something that you don't want to do, as in like sports wise. Yep. You need to do this. I suppose it's like that with the States with football, yeah. maybe. Mm -hmm. You know, like if you're in a football driven state or town or county or whatever, yep. you need to play football. Yeah. But it's like that in Ireland. You, you play need rugby to do something. or soccer or something Rugby like that. or whatever. But yeah. with games, it's something you enjoy and you can be yourself. You're in your room. You have your computer on and stuff. And yeah. Oh. Look, listen, you make, you met the best of friends through games. Yeah, absolutely. You're meeting people who have the same interests as you do, you know? And it's, yeah, it's different than IRL. It's like you're different, you know, people who you're playing with, they have the same common interest. Mm. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. Oh man, that's crazy. So now what advice would you give somebody who's going to hit that, you know, go live button for the first time? Don't, I like, I, I get this asked all the time. Don't do it for the money. Yeah. Do not do it for the money. Do it because you want to do it. Look, the money is great long term, but it's not for everyone. Yeah. Um, if I've, I've always wanted to do content creation. And the reason why I want to do content creation was because when I first watched YouTube, it was PewDiePie. Yeah. And I would watch him day and night during my mother and father's split. I'd be in bed, covers over my head, and I would just giggle away at all of his videos and stuff. And I've always had it in the back of my head. I was like, what if I could do that to someone? Yeah. And that should be the reason as to why you should do it. If you, If that is the reason you are going to be one of the best of the best. Um, a lot of people that I knew did it for the money. Yeah. Um, in Ireland, it's a very, it's a very common thing for someone to ask you how much you're on. Yeah. It's very, it's, it's, I hate it so much. That's just the type of people we are yeah. sometimes. It's like, I'd be in the gym now and I have someone come up to me like, geez, how much you on now? You know, it's like, fuck off. Yeah. I remember I, I, I had to say it to someone before. I was like, I literally told him to fuck off. Yeah. I was like, get away from me. And I was good friends with them. Yeah. I was like, if you're honest to God, just asking me how much I'm on and I haven't talked to you in a couple of months, just go yeah. away from me. But a lot of people want to do it as well. They'd see the growth in me mm -hmm. and they'll see how many subs I have or yeah. donos I'm getting or bits or whatever I'm getting or, or ads or whatnot. And they're like, oh, you must be on a handy figure. How much are you on? And oh could I do that too? Could you teach me how, how, how to get like that? And I'm just like, nope. 
Don't yeah. because you're doing it for the complete and totally wrong reason. Yeah. Do it because you want to make a difference to someone else. Yeah. And I know there's like a huge in the in the streamer scene, especially Warzone, I'll never forget this tweet when someone tweeted out saying that um dear viewers, we're not your psychiatrists. Yeah. To me, you kind of are, but you're not. It's like you kind of are. There's a fine a way, line, but yes. Yes, there is a fine line. There really is. I'll never forget the time when I got a message from, from someone saying that they were going to kill themselves. Oh my God. And I had to contact their their local police. I had yeah. to contact their mother. I had to contact their father and all that stuff. Um, but that's what you're kind of getting into. You're you're getting into an area where you're making someone's day, Yeah. but they could be going through a really, really shitty time as well that they need you for a bit of serotonin. Right. And you just have to be ready for that. Yeah. It's not all, I don't know, it's not all flowers and daisies and everything. Right. Everything's great. There's some negativities about streaming. Yeah. But if you're doing it to make a difference and to make a dent and to try and show off a niche that you think that you have, then go for it. Yeah. Um, but please just don't do it for the money. Yeah. The money is great for some people. It's horrible for others. Just... Yeah. Don't do it for that. Well, you know? the, the money doesn't come easy, though. The amount of no. hours you need to put into it and, and to have the mental strength to stay at it. Yeah. Uh, you're not going to get rich off of Twitch. It's You need other things to just yeah. from a discoverability standpoint. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, it's like, I mean, I've been at it for two years now, and I'm finally seeing a return yeah. after two years. Um. So, look, I'm very, very grateful for that because it normally takes the average streamer to make a return on what they invested in, I think, four years. Yeah. I think it takes about four years for a person to make a, ret a decent return, and it's taken me two. So yeah. I'm extremely grateful for that, but it is not easy. No. You are. I wake up every morning at 6, 7 a.m. I go to the gym to freshen up my head. Yeah. I come back. I get on my computer. I edit. Yeah. from 9 to 11 i eat from 11 to 12 or 11 to 11 30 i set up the stream it takes me about 15 20 minutes yeah. um and then i stream for for six seven hours i cannot stop thinking about the stream stream yeah. stream 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 and look it's bad as as well as good mm -hmm. but it's something that i want to do for the rest of my life it's something that i've always wanted to do for the rest of my life it's been a dream of mine to become a content creator it's it's not something if you really want to make this work it's stream 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 if you want to do it as a hobby mm -hmm. by all means it's it's definitely a fantastic hobby to do but it's it's tough it's not just playing video games no it's not it and isn't. it's not and it's not just streaming live like you said you know you've got to your tiktoks you've got youtube you've got to have all of that and be yeah. on social media to have those connections going too. Yes, exactly. Oh, Jesus. You need to be, I feel like with college really, really helped me out um, with marketing and management. Yeah. Because I knew what I was getting into mm -hmm. before I set up the socials. I knew how Instagram worked. I yeah. knew how TikTok worked. I knew how Facebook worked and all that stuff. Um, and of course, before I was streaming, I had the the confidence of being in front of a camera. Not a lot of people do. Yeah. Because I modeled for five years. Oh no way! So yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I modeled. Shoot. Like, yeah. So when I was working in retail, I was also a part time model. Yeah. So every second week, I would be in front of a camera for a whole day. Yeah. 
So I had to be like, Jesus, when I, if I wasn't in front of a camera, I probably wouldn't even turn on a camera. Yeah. Like I had to be trained in stances and poses oh, and all shoot. that sort of stuff. And it was, it was intense. And that was like, I was, I was modeled for four or five years. And for the first year or two, I didn't know what I was doing. Yeah. It was horrendous. I was, oh I was terrified of the camera. I was like, oh no, I don't like the picture. Uh, no, 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 I hated that. Um, but now it's just, I just have the camera on all the time. Yeah. I do that. You know what I mean? Um, but no, there's, there's, a lot, there's a lot to streaming. There's yeah. a lot to streaming. There yeah. sure is. And staying in your chair, I think, is something that you've you've, you've had. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you do not want to smell this chair, I tell you. You do not want to smell this chair. <laughs> no, I think there's a video of you falling out of your chair or something uh, like that. <laughs> see, that's the fucking thing, right? It's like with this chair it, and the carpet, it doesn't go together. Yeah. Because it's, it, it's like... I mean, that's the thing. If I go back, <laughs> I, I, have a, I have a, I won't, I won't, I won't. Um, I have, um, I have such a bad habit of just going back and forth, yeah. just leaning on like that. And then the next thing I just, just went, yeah. just gone, just oh, gone. Oh God, that was so but funny. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So now what was TwitchCon EU? But that was your first TwitchCon probably. Yeah, right? it was. And what yeah. was that experience like? Oh man, it was the best experience ever. It was incredible. I think... I think the best experience about it all was just I was in an area of people like me. Yeah. You know, I was, I felt at home. I know a lot of people that I would know personally that would go, they'd be like, oh, what? Yeah. I was like, look, they're happy. Let them be happy. Yeah. Now, there was some times where I'd see like a lot of people wearing these, you know, these furries and stuff. I was yeah. like, what is going on there? <laughs> like, what? <laughs> uh, but look, I mean, look, they're happy. They yeah. they were in their own skin. They're they're not harming anybody. No, weren't they? Weren't harming anybody. So look, they're they're happy, and yeah. it was good to see everyone happy. Yeah, I didn't come across one person that was unhappy with whatever was going on. Yeah, um, and it was like being a partner there as well. It was a fantastic experience because I was a virgin. I don't yeah. know what was going on. I was like, where am I supposed to go? Who am yeah. I supposed to see? And everyone's like, you're a partner now. You should go up there. You should be confident in yourself, you know? And I never, like, I I, like, I started watching recently Hassan. Yeah. Who is a, he is a political controversial streamer. He'd be like the number one just chatter at the minute. Yeah. And uh, he was there and he announced like two days before he was going that he was going. And yeah. I lost my shit. I was like, oh my God, I need to meet him. <laughs> so I queued up and there was himself, Austin, Will, and Hassan, they were, they were, like, we were in the queue for like an hour and a bit. And I got up to them and they were so cool. And fucking, I think it was, yeah, it was Will. Will said, wait, your partner? I was like, yeah. He goes, man, you didn't have to queue. I was like, what? <laughs> He's like, yeah, you didn't have to queue, man. I was like, are you telling me that I could go up to Pokemon and just, just be like, hey? He's like, yeah. He goes, for fuck's sake. <laughs> so I didn't have to queue. Yeah. And um, he was like, yeah, no, we would have been up in the partner lounge in about a half an hour anyways. I was like, oh, my, oh God, my God, that is so bad. <laughs> so I didn't know any of this. Yeah. Um, but I think the best thing about it all, and I'm not trying to give myself a big head, but it was being noticed. Yeah. Do you know? And you made it. I yeah. It was, it was real. There was, I think I got noticed maybe 40, 50 times. Yeah. Either, like, I wasn't being called the Twitch streamer. I was being called the TikToker. Yeah. Uh, and okay. 
they were all like, man, I love your content. It's like, when you come to YouTube, are you, are you sticking with TikTok? And, you know, I'm going to have to um, switch over to YouTube a bit. And I remember I tweeted out saying, uh, um, I will be in this area at this time. And I was there with Jamak and we waited for four minutes. And then I was like, ah, there's no let's go. Yeah. And before I knew it, one person turned up, two people turned up. 10 15 oh, shit. it was i was like what the fuck what's going on it's like oh we need to get pictures uh, can i get your <laughs> autograph or can i get fucking selfies and stuff I was like, what this is crazy this is bad oh. and i i i would i felt so bad right i felt so bad i wouldn't let them go <laughs> i was like no, stay here i want to talk to you all so like i didn't want to be the person that literally like stood there and then they'd all come to me one one-on-one right we were just all around in a circle yeah and i was just chatting and i could see like a few of them kind of wanted to go away it's like no no, no come back come back you haven't told me your name who are yeah. you but you know oh man. it was so funny so that was a huge highlight and then like meeting um Meeting Pep and meeting Tweak and meeting Show, yeah, um, was was a fantastic experience as well. And we we went out, uh, er, like we went out twice, yeah, and we were just we just got on like a house of fire, like one minute, like we we went to an Italian restaurant and uh, we got a few drinks, and before we knew it, there was like five of us, yeah, twenty of us, thirty oh of us, God. there were so many of us. It was just. <laughs> With a big long table, and there yeah. was all streamers and content creators, whether we were viewers or affiliates or partners, it didn't yeah. matter who you were. We were just all there, and we were just all getting on. It was just harmless oh. banter, and we yeah. were just chatting and everything, and just talking about everything in common. Yeah, it wasn't. We weren't talking like we were talking about sports. We weren't. We, we were talking about games. We were, yeah. we were talking about everything. There was no awkward silence. Yeah, and I don't know about you, but for me. I don't do well in big crowds no, when there's an I awkward don't. silence. Yeah. I it's it's just like I hate it so much because I start overthinking everything. I'm just like mm-hmm. maybe they don't like me. Maybe maybe they don't want to talk to me and stuff like that. Oh, oh, what do I do? What do I do? I just get up and I leave. Yeah. But the Irish when I was goodbye. here, yeah, the Irish goodbye. Yep. That's, that's 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 what me. I <laughs> that's that's what I would do. But um here there was none of that yeah everyone just bounced off each other there was just it was just really really nice calm cool collective talking and i said this is great this is absolutely incredible and hopefully we do it all over again in two weeks in san diego yeah that's crazy yeah Yeah, actually i just my pod this week dropped with pep i had him on a few weeks ago did you yes what a character oh he's such a funny guy yeah oh my god he's like how's it going he will his clothes crack (laughs) (laughs) i listen there's a couple of drinks into me that night i was i was talking like pep and he was just (laughs) you'll get it i mean (laughs) (laughs) yeah i love i love pep to bits i think he is the most underrated streamer on this platform i genuinely i i I hope one day that he'll wake up and he'll just have ever never-ending success yeah just he's just one of the nicest people out there yeah really is down to down to earth just you know yeah super nice guy Yeah. Yeah. yeah awesome so yeah so now you're coming stateside yeah dude when i can't wait i was gonna say you must be pumped up partnered and ready to to rock rock i i can't wait it's going to be it's going to be great like we're only going for um it just like see 
we're at the talks now. We were supposed we were supposed to go for um I go for the week. Yeah. And then my girlfriend would come over to LA yeah. and we'd stay there for two weeks. But then I'm there thinking and this is one of the bad things about being a streamer. You cannot take long holidays. Mm-hmm. I can't. Yeah. And I don't think a non-streamer will get this unless either if if you're a streamer you'll get it if you're a viewer you'll get it but if you're not you won't get it yeah um the it's it's so difficult to retain your audience when you're away from the camera for longer than three days yeah and i'll never forget the time when tim the tapman went away for like two weeks for a holiday mm-hmm. before he went he had like 55 average or fifty-five thousand average yeah and when he came back it was halved it's yeah. 25 25 to 26 and he talked about it and he goes i'm never doing that again because of all these people that he used to watch or used to watch him went off and watched someone else right yeah. and before, before they know it so much can happen in, in a week or two or a day even yeah and um they'd switch off and they'd move to that content creator and then before you know it you don't have that that streamer support or that viewer support right so i had to really like sit down and really think about right if we're going um I'm really going to sacrifice the ball that I'm that I'm on now. Yeah. Because the ball that I'm on now, I mean, each month is progressively getting better and better and better. Yeah. And I do not want that to stop. And that's like my addictive personality when it comes to this. Yeah. Last month um did, did better than the day, month before. Yeah. This month is better than last month already. It's it's crazy. So I'm looking at like my views, my subs, yeah. um my chattings, everything analytics wise, and I'm comparing to what they can be next month. Yeah. So if I go away for three weeks next month, I'm missing out in three weeks of content. Right. I'm missing out in three weeks of chatters, subs, all this. Yeah. And unfortunately, I'm not in a financial position to be like, I can take a three week holiday right. and not worry about all that. Yeah. Um, because it's only like my growth only really started in April. Yeah. Um, I put up a TikTok. I went viral. That's what got me onto the Tarkov side of things. Yeah. Um, and I want to keep going until April next year. Yeah. Or March next year until I can actually safely go away for a decent holiday. Yeah. So it was originally going to be three weeks. Um, but I really don't think I could do that. Yeah. And I was more focused on, right, let me go to San Diego for a week. Yeah. Because I'm meeting fans, I'm meeting viewers, I'm meeting streamers, I'm meeting friends and networking and all that and businesses and stuff. Yeah. Um, I, I wouldn't be going to it unless I was fairly certain that I could see it as being an investment. Yeah. Um, so with Amsterdam, I saw it as an investment because I met some people that were potential sponsors and, yeah. and, and, and partnerships and stuff like that. And my DMs are being flooded now on both my emails and Instagrams and Twitters of people saying, oh, we, we need to meet, we'd like to meet up. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, but here's, here's my fee of meeting up. And yeah. you got to think of all of that as well. Um, so I saw that, like, even though that week I'm losing out on so much content, I'm pretty certain I'll make it back in the following week yeah. because I'll have three weeks then left of the month. Mm-hmm. Whereas if I went for three weeks, it'll just be, I have one week of making content. Right. And it'll be difficult. 
but then also the the one week that you're there is also look long-term of the connections you're making that's where it'll balance out or you'll catch it back yeah because there's going to be there's like there's my main goal at twitchcon san diego is to meet people and friends that i've only seen behind the camera yeah and I want to give a big, huge hug. And I just want to chat with them, buy them beer or whatever, yeah. or whatever they're into. And just sit down and chat with them. And that's, that's it. That's yeah. the only reason why I'm I'm really going is just for networking. And of yeah. course, the, the bonus of it all is businesses want to meet you as well. Yes. Um, But I would not be going if I didn't see it as a benefit to me. Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely. But sure, look, we'll, we'll, I, look, I have family in LA. I'm sure they're, they'll welcome me welcome me any month of the year but it's yeah. just i want to plan it even though that i I've, i don't even have my flights booked i have no accommodation <laughs> sorry i the only thing i've booked is the uh is the the tickets yeah um now to be honest with you i've looked at the flights they're actually not too bad in comparison to how much i play i paid to go to amsterdam yeah so i paid i think it was 680 euro yeah for a return flight to amsterdam Holy and that's shit. normally a 30 euro flight yeah. Oh so God. that was around the time of no one wants you to fly. Right. Because yeah. there's so much of backlog. So I was like, I have to fucking go. So yeah. we had to fork out that. And I think it works out to be the same as well in San Diego. Yeah. It works out to be like 680 or 700 now, I think, return. Which isn't too bad, not I guess. bad to go all the way over there and back. No, not, yeah. not really. Yeah. Not, not too bad. Um. So, yeah, I'm really, really looking forward to it. And I've heard... That San Diego is so much better for conventions yeah. than any other place in the world. So I'm really looking forward to that. <laughs> and plus, I haven't been in America since I was uh, 20. Yeah. Eight, eight, seven, eight years ago. Uh, so I'm really looking forward. I love the Americans. I love the American people. I, I just love how you're, a majority of you are just all so positive and you're all yeah. so generous and everything like that. I just, I think it's... It's a breath of fresh air in comparison to the Irish people. Yeah. Well, the Irish people can be very mean, as you'd say. <laughs> or very... Uh. But yeah, no, I'm looking forward to it now. Excellent. So two things off of that whole... whole What we were just talking about there. One yeah. is the, you know, doing what you do as a living, the vacations. You know, luckily you guys have, um, you know, healthcare, but in the States, there's none of that. So if you go down well, that path... You don't, you know, you've, the amount of time you got to put into it, you can't afford to take sick days. You can't, yeah. you can't have, you know, there's no health insurance. You've, yeah. so once you hit partner, you know, have something in place there, some safety nets or something like that, because you're helping the platform and maybe in mm-hmm. return, the platform could, you know, have some safety nets or something in place. Yeah. Oh, definitely no. It's like, I think in Ireland, like, even though that our healthcare in Ireland is pretty good, it is pretty shit as well. Yeah. Um, because when you're going public, you could be waiting five years for a serious operation. Yeah. Whereas if you go private, you're paying top tier price, but and you're still waiting a couple of months. Yeah. Do you wow. know, it's um, it's 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 crazy. The at the way it's gone now, it's absolutely nuts. And then we're being that uh, we're being shafted with with tax as well. Yeah. It's our tax is going through the fucking roof. It's 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 wild. Yeah. Um. Now, I don't know anything about tax. My accountant does all of that. Yeah. But from hearing stories from other streamers, um, other Irish streamers who live in America, they're getting taxed for both oh, America shoot. and Ireland. 
So there was one story that I heard of one particular streamer. I won't name her. I won't say her name, but she's been taxed like 78% of her total revenue. Oh my God. Yeah. So That's crazy. I'm not too sure what her accountant is doing. Yeah. <laughs> um, but they're not doing a great job <laughs> no. if she's being taxed 78%. Jesus, no. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's going to see in Ireland. Streaming isn't really, it's not out there yet, but it will yeah. be. Um, but yeah, no, it's it's most certainly tough in Ireland, but I can't imagine what it's like in, in America. Yeah. That's why I'd say a lot of a lot of the big streamers, they have a house in Florida or they have have a house yeah. in Texas. Yep. It's no income tax. Yeah, absolutely. And now the other piece of that was the the explosion, the wave you're on. What do you yeah. what you you looked at the analytics, what do you think why that is happening the way it is? I've seen like the biggest common um response i get from majority of my audience is thank you for making my day yeah um i've never laughed so hard watching your content i've sat and watched three hours of your content um it's hilarious i feel like i'm just giving a good laugh yeah to someone watching and as long as i'm doing that the wave is just going to go higher. Yeah. I feel like I'm just going to keep doing the same content I'm doing. But, the, but the funny thing is about it all is it's not going to work. Like it works for me, but it's not going to work for someone else because yeah. I've done the niche. Right. It's there. It's been done. Yeah. There's so many copycats out there and look, listen, I'm totally up for, for people copying me. Please do because it's showing me that it's working. Right. If your videos are doing well, it's working. It's yeah. great. Um, but when it comes to all of this, it's like, if I'm making someone's day, if I'm making at least one person's day, then it's going to grow. Yeah. Because people will spread that that viral. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, that's, that's what it's all about. Like I, I get tagged in videos all the time of people reacting to my TikToks. Yeah. And you just see them pissing themselves (laughs) off. I'm like, oh, that's so good. I'm like, I'm so happy for them. Like they're, they're actually enjoying the content. Oh, but when I was posting up Warzone stuff, yeah, it was just like negative comments and stuff like stuff like that. So I said, you know what, I put that anymore. Yeah, because um, nobody's seeing. You know, when you see your you playing Tarkov, you people know that you're happy, you're enjoying yourself. There's yeah. not that negativity that's like ah oh, the angry videos and things like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's there's none of that. Like I wasn't. I have yet to see a negative comment on any of my social media platforms. Yeah, I have not seen one. Maybe. I think I think the worst one I saw was Jesus Gib, you're the Aldi or the Walmart version of Jon Snow. I'm like, I <laughs> know, <laughs> <laughs> hey, come on, now. that's that's pretty much now. Come on, dude. Oh, um, but I, I, it's look, it's graced with, with the with this wave that I'm on. I don't see it going away anytime soon. And if yeah. it does, I'm okay with that. Yeah, because I I know what goes up, it must come down. But. Yeah. It'll, it'll have to come back up again, like. Well, and people, are, people are coming back to watch you, so they enjoy you. So yeah. that's you know that's not going to go away. The, the, the average is is there. Uh, the the overall views there. It's there's no major hit. Yeah. Now there will be a hit when Tarkov gets more stale. Yeah. Um. But like we have what, September, October, November. We have three more months. Right. Until wipe. Yep. And I think I think in October the arena we got. Yeah. Yeah. So I. I'm I'm doing pretty well. I'm yeah. doing fine. Excellent. I I've, I'm okay. 
Excellent. So now when you hit that, you know, when you disconnect, you're not going, you know, you're signing off for the day. What do you do around, you know, you, you work out in the morning? Do you? My daily routine is work out in the morning, um, eat, edit, stream. When I turn off the stream, I cook. Yeah. I clean. I sit down. Uh, I'll either have like a glass of whiskey or a glass of wine. Yeah. And I would watch TV with my girlfriend and we would just chat about each other's day. How did you get on with your day? How did I get on with my day? And repeat. Yeah. That's really it. I mean, it's it's a quite, not an easy life, but it's a nice chill life. And I yeah. think it it's just like that now because we're it's the first time the two of us are living together and we're just chilled out. We're, we're, we're trying to like find our balance of what's yeah. right and what's wrong and stuff. But that's what it was. That's like when I was living with my uncle, it was me in front of the screen. Yeah. 12 hours a day. Um, go, same thing again. Go to the gym. Get up in the morning, go to the gym, come back, eat, uh, edit, and then stream, eat, come back, go over my clips. Yeah. Edit. Bed. Yeah. But now because of how well the stream is doing, I can hire editors. Yeah. I can hire thumbnail artists. I can tell them what I want them to do. Um, I have such a fantastic team behind me now. Nice. Um, but it wasn't like this until maybe two weeks ago. Wow. Two weeks ago, it was just 12 hours of being in front of a screen and yeah. editing, editing, streaming, streaming. It was intense. So it was two years of intense work, but now it's kind of like... I don't want to stop that because I don't want to get lazy. Yep. I I would like, but I I just gotta make time for Absolutely, myself. Absolutely, yeah. You gotta you make know, your you gotta IRL make time for your stuff. family. Healthy. Yeah, IRL stuff. Yep. Exactly, and that's so so important. I think one of the most important things for any streamer to do is exercise. Yeah. Really is. It, it'll change your personality completely. Um, wake up early, go for a run, go for a walk, go to the gym, lift some weights, do some sports, do whatever for an hour or so, and then come back and you have a fresh mind and everything. You like the difference in a person it'll make you if you just go out and get a bit of exercise. You can see it in their face and everything. Yeah. Everything everyone's happy. I, I go over my stream. If there is a day where I don't go to the gym, you can see that I'm a different person yeah. there than I was the day before when I did go to the gym. Yeah. Um the gym was my happy place. It's a place where I like let off steam. Yeah. Uh, if I have any problems of fuck it. <laughs> One more rep. <laughs> and uh yeah, that's 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 yeah, that's that's be my day today now. All right, and now who's any uh, content creators or streamers that you watch that people should check out that may be flying under the radar? <sighs> Definitely Pep. Yes. Yeah, I know he's like he he's a partner and he has like forty odd thousand followers, but he is most certainly under the radar because he doesn't post on any socials and he should. <laughs> yes. Uh, the faker. Um, <laughs> Who else? But Pep, Pep would definitely be. I, I, I always say this to everyone. It's like whenever Pep is on, I was like, guys, oh, go over to Pep. Yeah. Um. Who else? It's flying under the radar. Um. There's, there's so many. Like, there's. I can't really pick one. Yeah. The reason why I'm saying Pep now is because. I, I just know that a person like Pep. Deserves so much more, than what he, what he's already getting. Yeah. And. Like any other streamer that I can think of, they are putting in the work. Yeah. They're putting in the same amount of work as I am. And if they do that, I'm pretty certain that they're going to get 
what I'm getting now yeah. is the wave. Yeah. Um. So it's, yeah, that's probably it. All right. Yeah. And now you're coming to, uh, you know, you're coming to the States, you know, football season's going on right now. Have you oh. found your football team yet? Yes. So there is, um, there's a guy, I don't know if you know, probably do, um, AJ Dillon. Yeah. 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 So he comes into the stream quite a bit. Oh, no way. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He shoot. comes into the stream quite a bit and he's getting into Tarkov now, actually. Yeah. And we'd like send each other messages back and forth. And I tweeted that out a couple of days ago saying, right, I'm going to get back into it because I used to be obsessed with NFL, but I completely forgot everything yeah. now about it. Um, and I tweeted, I was like, watch teams should I support? And there was so much hatred of people like fighting each other saying, no, you go for the Bengals. No, no, you go for the Packers. No, yeah. go for the Saints and all this. But <laughs> he came in. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, what are the odds that you're coming in today, AJ? And uh, he was like, yeah, I saw your tweet. He's like, what, what team are you going to go for? <laughs> I said, well, I'm probably going to have to go for the fucking Packers now, won't I? And he said, no, don't. He's like, just watch everyone. Just yeah. enjoy it. It's your first time. Get into it. Yeah. And I said, and I joked about him. I was like, what are the odds, AJ, that you send me on a signed jersey, a signed worn jersey? And he goes, bet, I'll send it over to you now. <laughs> No so way. I was like, right, I think I, I'm going to actually have to go for the Packers. You got to go for the Packers. Absolutely. I feel like I have to. I feel like I have to. Oh. But my first ever NFL game that I went to back in 2012 yeah. or 13 was the Bengals. Oh, no way. Yeah, Cincinnati, because I was living in Kentucky. Yeah. So Cincinnati is only like an hour or two drive away. Yeah. It wasn't, it wasn't too bad. And I, I just, I feel like watching it is so much better than seeing on the TV. Yeah. But being there in person. Because you're being hit by like ads every oh, minute. Yep. It's horrendous. Mm -hmm. It's so bad. Whereas in Ireland, you get an ad every 40 minutes. Yeah. Oh, it's really? Like, oh, shit. Yeah. So it'd be like, it'd be 40 minutes of game time. Yeah. Then, oh, my God. It's unheard of you know, over here. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it, I thought it was unbelievable. Yeah. It was madness. You get 40 minutes of game time, 15 minute break, and then yeah. in that 15 minute break, you just get lambasted with ads. Yeah another 40 minutes of game time and oh, that's it that's whereas that. I remember I was sitting down on the couch and I was watching a football game every shagging minute oh, yeah. yep it was an ad Mountain Dew <laughs> Tito I was like Budweiser yeah absolutely Budweiser oh. and all this this is crazy yeah. I, but I do I really do like the um, American uh, advertising yeah I, I, I don't know it's like I love America so much. Like you have no idea. I, like America has such a special place in my heart. Yeah. Because of um, a lot of my father's business was done in America. Yeah. So we would go back and forth when I was younger. Uh, a lot of my cousins are there. Yeah. So I was influenced by an awful lot of American um, uh, culture. Right. Uh, autumn is my favorite time of year because the first time I went to America was in autumn. Yeah. And. Halloween, you do Halloween like no other. It's unbelievable. Yep. It's unbelievable. We don't do it here at all. Well, we do, but we don't. Yeah. Because we don't have the weather to be going out trick-or-treating. Yeah. Because it just rains and pisses right. all the time. So we, like, I can imagine now you pretty much have all Halloween decorations it's, in stores. And stuff, yeah? Oh, yes. Yep. That's in stores. We right have none now. of that here yet. Oh, we'll crazy. probably get Halloween decorations in our stores maybe two weeks before Halloween. Yeah. And it'll be little bits and pieces and stuff. Yeah. It wouldn't be anything major. Um, but I remember when I was in America at the time and just I was just in awe with all of the decorations. Like, oh, oh my yeah. God, this is amazing. 
and uh i i just just, just your people are just so kind and so yeah. nice and so thoughtful and stuff i know that maybe a lot of americans don't feel like that about your own you might like you may feel like oh my god the irish are amazing or something like yeah. that um but for me it'd be like that towards you yeah so i i just i just uh-huh. if i could if I could, if I was single in the morning, I'd just gather up everything and I'd move to Texas. <laughs> I would. I'd just go. Just yeah. Like, God, good luck. Um, but it, it would be a dream of mine to to set up base there as well. Yeah. So I could go over for like six months and come back for six months. Well, Tweak's coming over, right? He is. Yeah. He is. I'm so happy for him. Oh, I'm so happy for him. It's been a long time. I don't know if he's if he's ever been there, though. Yeah. That's crazy. To, you know, yeah. I, yeah. It's like an Irishman I'm, in Kentucky. Yeah, I mean, when I went to Kentucky, I didn't know what to experience, but I had family there, you see. Oh, okay. All right. I I knew what I was getting. Yeah. So I I I went over feeling secure. Yeah. I I knew what I was getting myself into. Yeah. Um but Texas tweak, never been I've never gone to Texas. I'm like, he hates the heat. Yeah. And I'm Um, just like, yeah, no, it's gonna be a shit. You're getting to something. Yeah. Now, I got a question for you. So I've, I'm from Newfoundland, and we have our own adult version of Halloween during Christmas called Mummering, where basically in the neighborhood, people dress up. The adults dress up, and they go house to house, and the owners of the house feed them booze and alcohol. And you have drinks, you have music, what? then you move to the next house. This is like a pub crawl, but at Christmas time, dressed Stop up. Stop it. Yes. Stop it. Yes. Oh, my God. That's amazing. <laughs> Yeah, well, you're That's on a, an island in the North Atlantic. Winter yeah. time. What are you gonna do? Drink and go house to house. Might as well dress up like Halloween. Oh my <laughs> lord, that's incredible. We have that. We have um, the twelve pubs of Christmas. Oh, okay. So at Christmas time, you have to go to twelve pubs and yeah. you have to do games in twelve pubs. Oh, that's so, cool. So like, each pub has a particular game you have to do. So yeah. pub one might be you have to talk in a British accent. <laughs> pub two might have to be you can't hold your pint glass. You need to get someone to hold it for you or oh, you need okay. to use your mouse. Third one is no one talks. You know, it, it goes on. There's so many rules. Yeah. But like try telling an Irish person that they can't talk in a pub after oh, a couple of gosh. pints in them. <laughs> and whoever fails has to buy the next round in the next pub for everyone. Oh shit. Yeah, so there's it's it's really interesting and it's I've did I've done it a few times. Yeah. It's very, very popular when you're in university or when you're in IT. Right. It's very popular for students. Yeah. I haven't done it since now. I haven't gone out in Ireland now in, in about three or four years because yeah. the Irish the Irish pub scene is like it's not like it is in America, as in like you go to your bars or, or yeah. whatnot, or in Canada as well. You don't you don't go to your you go to your bars, you chill out there. In yeah. Ireland, you get drunk to just get the ride. Uh, okay, <laughs> Do you know what I mean. That's <laughs> yeah. it. Like that's what it is. Oh man, cool. Oh, where does the name come from, Mister Gibbon? Is there? Yes. So I my surname is Fitzgibbon. Yes. So I, okay. I couldn't call myself Mr. Fitzgibbon because <laughs> it sounded like a teacher. Like, Mr. Fitzgibbon, <laughs> sir, can I watch your stream, please? Yeah. So um, there was actually, I remember it was a mate of mine who actually came up with the idea. And he's a fantastic guy when it comes up to like things as in like, um, he's very witty with names and stuff. Yeah. He goes, your name is Gibbon. You're a, you're a Mr. 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 Fitzgibbon. No, Mr. Gibbon. Yes, Mr. Gibbon. <laughs> Go for Mr. Gibbon. And I was like... A Gibbon's a monkey. And he right. goes, "Yeah, your 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 logo could be a monkey." 
And then I was like, yeah, Jesus, okay, because my mother and father called me ears. Like, your ears. Yeah. They called me ears for years because um, I used to have big ears. Yeah. I don't anymore now. It's just, it was a baby thing. Yeah. Um, But they'd say that I'd have big ears as, like a monkey. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, it matches up perfectly. So why don't I use the gibbon as my logo who's also a monkey right and then have just mr gibbon because it's and i was at, there was times where when i got partnership i got an email saying that i i can have one name change yeah and i was there will i keep it mr gibbon or will i keep it gibbon yeah i was like no i'll keep it mr gibbon because you can still call me gibbon either or yeah but I it's like the mr gibbon that's yeah I, th- I think the mr gibbon is is yeah. is, is, is so Awesome. And plus, when you're bumping into someone in the game, it's like, wait, are you Mr. Gibbon? It's like, yeah. <laughs> right. It just sounds different. It's like, wait, are you Gibbon? Right. Oh, it's oh, very funny. Well, hey, you survived the podcast, man. Is Hopefully it over? It yeah, it's over. Hopefully it wasn't too oh, painful. I, I, I talked for, uh, for another bit once. <laughs> <laughs> but before you go, though, now you got to call out somebody who should come on the podcast. Oh, who would I call out? Who would I call out? Um, you've done Pep. Did Pep. Done Tweak. I haven't um, done Tweak yet. Uh, I'm not doing Tweak. Pep called out Tweak. Yeah, okay. Let me think. Let me think. Have you done Gingy? I have not done Gingy, no. Do Gingy. All right. There you Please. go. Gingy, yeah. you've been called she's, out. Mr. Gibbon she's, is she's, calling you out. Yeah, she's great. Do do Gingy and, and tell. I, I'm certain she will. I'm certain Absolutely. she will. If she's not playing Tarka for 12 hours, oh, I don't know. <laughs> oh, man. You might she's get her. You might get her. Jeepers. Yes. Yeah, luck of the Irish, too, with everything she oh, finds. Oh, my in God. Oh, I know oh, it. God. I know it. Yeah. So, well, thank you so much. It's been a real pleasure meeting you. You, too. You, too. Thanks a million for having me on. I appreciate it.